Welcome back to episode nine of the Bench Press Podcast. As always, we got the founding fathers in the studio. We have myself, Bennett Snyder. We got Wesley Statman Minky to my right. Hello. We got Krob across from me. How we doing? And we got producer Timmy to my left. What up, boys? As always, Krob, do you just want to do this now? Krob, you go ahead, Krob. The hell are you doing? The hell are you doing if you haven't checked out Max's Meals? The Bench Burst Podcast is presented by Max's Meals, a great charity run by great people. Check it out. Check it out. I don't know what you're doing if you're not. Gotta check it out. So, today, we took some feedback from our listeners. Seemed like you guys really, really liked an interview, so we're bringing you one today. Oh, baby. We've got University of Tennessee commit Brody Fooley joining the show later today. It's a, he's a great kid. Great kid. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the interview. He's coming off a game-winning touchdown, too, Friday night. Up for player of the week in Cincinnati. Kid's legit. Kid is legit, guys. Also, we're going to be trying something new today. We got a family show today. And I know we joke about it always. Big family show. But we got a family show today. We I'm, want, wa- I'm watching my mouth today. Yeah. Krav and I are going to watch our language. Wes, as always, is going to be holy over there. Oh, Tim, yeah. Tim's going to watch his language as well. But we want everyone to be able to listen to the show because we know there are some young fans of Brody Foley who are going to want to hear this interview. Maybe some parents who would be proud of me if I didn't cuss, also known as Sherry Snyder. I want her to be proud of me too. You know, Brody Foley is an inspiration to those young Raptor football players down there. And we want them to be able to listen. And also, before we get going, I'm sorry to my three other guys across me. I have to do something personal here. My freshman football players were really upset I hadn't shouted them out yet in an episode, so I just want to shout out my freshman Bro, football rappers. Shout out Anderson. They're not even allowed to follow you on social media, and you're going to shout them out on this podcast? Listen, I told them after the season they can follow me, but... Are we out of the season? No. Not, so they don't that, deserve a shout out. That is a good rule. That is a very yeah. good rule. I have the same rule with my freshman football. They can't follow me on social media. Yeah, it was actually a great reminder right after I started coaching them. Around nine of them ripped off a follow on me real quick on Instagram, <laughs> and I was like, wow, do I need to make my account private? So anyway. Oh, so there's things you want to hide on your account. No. Okay. <laughs> Crop, this can we talk about this is a family show, Crop. We're talking imply, about football. I didn't yeah. imply anything bad. I'm just asking a question. Okay. As someone who does follow well, you. Well, we're Instagram. coming off a wild weekend in the sports world. Wild. We're gonna touch on Urban Meyer in a very family friendly manner. We don't oh, it's know. It's gonna take a tricky business <laughs> to get this conversation. <laughs> we we don't know how we're gonna do it yet. It's gonna happen. I might just have to shut up for that whole ten minutes. I might not be able to speak. <laughs> like mute my mic. <laughs> But we're going to start, as always, college football recap. And listen, I just need to say it for myself. I did terrible this week with picks. Absolutely horrendous. You went against your heart. And that starts with my UK Wildcats at home defeating the Florida Gators. Come on. Tim, clap it up for Tim for picking that one. Tim going with the upset. I called it. I, I said if Chris Rodriguez has a big game. Which he did. The Wildcats were going to win. And listen, the story of that game was UK's defense. They looked the best they had all year, and we were right. Emory Jones did not look great. Will Levis didn't look fantastic either. I'm not even sure he eclipsed 100 yards passing, but it did not matter. Because like what Tim over there said. uh, Did did not. not. 87 yards. Yeah, Chris Rodriguez was the story of that game. Josh Pascal might be a first-round draft pick. He was the most dominant player on that football field. And that blocked field goal returned by a true freshman for a touchdown, that is the loudest I've ever heard Kroger field in my life. Ever. 
I like to say this game had the Waka Flocka effect. Oh, it had the Waka Flocka that effect. That was sick. Was it was so, so cool. I mean, everything went UK's way, even though, and we called it, we said it was going to be a low-scoring one. Low-scoring one, and we were right. UK's defense prevails. UK jumps up to, what, 14th in the AP pool, AP pool now? Is that correct? 14th or 16th? 16. 16th in the 16. AP pool? 14 in the coaches. Okay. No so one cares about the coaches. Sorry about it. The her. Cats got some good momentum. I just saw this, too. They sold out their next game, too. They've got LSU at home this week. Gosh, and LSU's not looking great either. They're coming off a loss against Auburn. I wouldn't be surprised if Kentucky keeps this thing rolling. Moves into 6 now, and you know who they have the weekend after that, oh, right? Oh, we know. They got the Georgia Bulldogs at Georgia. And that game, they actually got the 330 CBS game for that one. Enjoy so. it while it lasts. That's kind of... Enjoy always, it while it lasts. I always talk about that one season where UK was undefeated, heading into Georgia, number eight in the country. If they beat LSU, there's a chance they're top 10 going into Georgia again. Oh, Feeling a get, little deja vu? I'm get, I was just about to say it feels like deja vu. But I'll, the, let's just move on to this Georgia yeah, team. I have one thing to say about them. They might not let another team score a single point for the rest of the year. I it's almost ridiculous. Bama. Their defense is insane. I would say best in the country. That was a hearty gulp of water you just did. I mean, to all the football players out there, got to stay hydrated. Mm -hmm. I do the same well, in the just studio. Any sports player. You're right. You're right. Any athlete. I'm not discriminating. Thank stay you. hydrated. Drink this your is water. an all-sports show. You're right. You're right. But anyway, yeah. this Georgia team looks so legit. But I'm going to say it. I'm still not sold on their offense. I know they've scored 37, but listen, they had another special teams touchdown in this one. Crop? JT Daniels didn't play, dude. Stetson Bennett's not good. And they, Stetson Bennett didn't look bad. He just he didn't have to. He completed seven passes. Seven of 11. 11. He didn't really have to throw in this game. That's my point. He, if you're saying he looks all right, then when JT Daniels gets out there, they're going to be on fire, dude. They're the, one of the two best teams in college football. It's not even a competition. Tim? It seemed kind of like Georgia did exactly what Arkansas did to Texas, Texas A&M. They're yeah. like, we're just going to run the football. We're going to throw the ball only if we have to. And we're just going to run it down your throat. And if you can't stop us, then you're just going to have to uh, fall over and watch it go down your throat. And oh, oh did, did they run the ball 56 times? Yeah. And, and the, ball. the leading receiver on both teams had one catch each. And believe it or not, I know we're jumping forward a little bit, but I, I truly believe that's the type of team Kentucky can compete with because Kentucky likes to do the same thing. They don't love to throw the football. They'd rather hand it off to Chris Rodriguez. They'll get Wandale Robinson a splash play here and there. Georgia, obviously the more talented team, but hopefully UK can play them close. But yeah, like we said, Georgia getting a 37 to nothing win against Arkansas. Gosh. Zamir White is really good. Gosh, I don't think any of us saw Arkansas getting shut out. I, I didn't think, I didn't think they were going to lose that badly. I thought it was yeah. going to be close, but I mean, yeah, I got through I mean, wrong. I picked Georgia, but didn't we all? We all picked yeah. Georgia. Yeah. This uh, is the one I'm most disappointed about. Hmm. I, formal apology to James and Betsy Camden. Yeah, I, know. I know. Oh no, no apology here. I no apology. I picked the cats. Yep. I, it's almost like I knew this was yep. gonna happen. I, I it's almost like I'm pretty good at picking games. I wasn't apologizing for you guys. I was clearly apologizing for myself because well, I you feel should. terrible. You should. Bearcats look good in this game, man. They look ugh, top five team. The L word's about to drop. They might be legit. They might be legit. It's almost like two people around this table may have said that last week. They might be legit, It's almost guys. like that happened. It's almost like the two guys not from Cincinnati said that they were it's legit. It's almost like I lost it's one. It's almost like I lost one game last week. Okay, but listen. UC is this team. I've never been a UC hater. I've never been a UC fan, though. But I've lived in Cincinnati all my life, basically. 
there's something about UC sports that just always finds a way to disappoint. And I'm I'm worried it's going to somehow ha- happen again this year, but they're off to a good start, and I'm happy for them. So what? Their only test is going to be SMU, maybe but Houston. But you know what that means. They've maybe got, Houston. They've oh, got no, tra- no, no, no. They got, don't even play Houston. They, they, don't. they have two tests. SMU, later in the year, the, who is now ranked. Then the Green Wave. And the Green Wave. Whoosh, whoosh. Listen, that means they play trap games all year. That's scary. Trap games are scary. They're trap games for a reason. They're obviously going to be the more talented team in every single game they play for the rest of the regular season, and even in their conference title game. They'll be the more talented team. They got target on their back, though. I'm just excited to see how they end up. Yeah. I think they're good. I think they are good. I think Desmond Ritter is a lot better than people thought he was going to be. He finally faced a legit team. He can't stop I mean, come on. Can we save the cost? shut the hell. Whoa. Shut up. Good save. Good, Good save. save. I backed up so far to cough. You drank water basically right in front of the mic. Good save, Crob. Thank you. Let's focus on that. Thank you. But anyways, I think Ritter Ritter proved that he can be great when he needs to be. And that's all UC really needs to win. Their defense is good enough to hold anybody. I just think that offense needs to prove itself, and they had a good preview game this week. Crob, what did you think about this game? Obviously, you went with the Cats, and you were correct. Well, you know, it's almost like having – a Bearcat football player on the show was like a good luck charm, some would say. Desmond Ritter proved that he's one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. Again, Notre Dame has shown absolutely nothing outside the fourth quarter of the Wisconsin game that proves they're a good team. They almost lost to Florida State. They almost lost to Toledo. They handled Purdue. Congrats. It's Purdue. They beat Wisconsin. Wisconsin looks worse and worse by the week. And then they get to Cincinnati. They don't score in the first half. Cincinnati gets a little bit comfortable, but basically puts them right away. I mean, I didn't really think that this game was too much of a thinker. Is Sauce Gardner the best corner in the in Division One football? It's got to be him or Derek Stingley. And I know Stingley hasn't been playing great this year, but I can't. I but there's a reason he's a top three pick in the draft. There is, and <laughs> and Elon or Elam from Florida. He didn't yes. play against Kentucky, which they were lucky. But I mean, Sauce Gardner hasn't given up a touchdown ever. And his college football career has not given up one touchdown. That is insane. And I don't want to say that he saved the game because it was so, so early. But an interception on the first drive mm-hmm. in the red zone is huge for the flow of that game. Because if Notre Dame drives down and scores on their first possession, one, they're not getting shut out in the first half, which Different they ended game. up going. Two, they'd have all the momentum at home. He took the life out of that stadium. And I'm going to say it, he might be better than Stingley. He might be. He really might be. He really, uh, really might maybe. be seen. Maybe. I don't know. Let's go to your game of the week, Wes. Bama Ole Miss. This was another one. The score does not show how lopsided this one was. Because Alabama just absolutely dominated this one. I think Alabama proved to all of us what they really are. What we thought they were. They are the best team in the country. Clearly. I, again, not to take a victory lap. It's almost like somebody said this after the first week of the season. Which I know, obvious No take. way, you predicted that Alabama was going to be one of the best teams in the country? Obvious take. Someone get this kid a gold star. Nobody can play with this team, dude. <laughs> Georgia's the only team that I can see even having a chance to create it a game. They, Florida, beat, they beat Florida by two points. Yeah, Florida had a late-game rally. Anyone can have a late-game rally. Kentucky beat Florida by seven. I would love to see Kentucky and Alabama <laughs> play. I'd just love to watch you watch that game. But I'm just going to... I just want to give props to Tim, though, because he said Brian Robinson needed to be involved big in this game, and he had 36 carries for 171 yards is and Tim four back? touchdowns. Is Tim I back? think Tim's back. Tim might be back. Uh, he went against UC, but I don't want to 
I don't want to skip ahead to the NFL, but last night was a rough night for Tim. It was. Okay. We'll get. We'll obviously get to that. Let's not skip well, ahead. You're okay, right. Okay. Back to what I was saying. Brian Robinson, like Wes said, put himself kind of in the Heisman conversation. That's a great game. Mm. Matt Corral didn't even play bad. No, he didn't. Not at all. Like the Ole Miss literally just didn't stand a chance. That's how good this Alabama. And they didn't team is. convert a couple times on fourth down, which would have really helped them stay in this game Alabama just ended up taking over Robinson like we said 36 carries 171 yards four touchdowns that's dominant that is dominant he proved how good he was everyone was trying to argue that he wasn't going to be a great back behind Najee all these years it was Najee carrying that offense no way he looked good now can we move to a game where a quarterback didn't play well let me guess Ohio State CJ Stroud played good this week he played unbelievable no I'm talking about future Dolphins quarterback Talia Tugavailoa (laughs) I don't even know why we want Let's to go talk. Hawks, baby. I mean, the Hawks destroyed. 51-14. What, they have four interceptions in the first half? Yeah, they had five total. I mean, golly, the Hawks looked good in this. One Maryland of those was, one of those was a late, like, end of the half. He's oh, make it excuse for him. Hail Mary. Dude, well, it's a stinks. Hail Mary. I don't know what you... He stinks. Hawkeyes are good. They're going to walk in to next week against Penn State. They're going to beat the, the snot w- out of Sean Clifford. They're going to walk in the Big Ten title game. We'll see what happens. That's a good non-cuss word, snot. I like that. You're adapting, Crab. Proud of you, Tim. A, a game I want to talk about. I would love to hear what you want to talk about. I bet it's, it's got to be Oklahoma. Barely beat. I Kansas said Kansas. upset watch, and I was getting really excited that I might have been able to come here and because take a victory lap. Cincinnati, Same thing with the Boston College game. If Cincinnati is going to make the playoff, and they're currently in the AP poll ranked ahead of Oklahoma, it's just the precedence of the committee would say that an undefeated Big 12 champion is going to get in easily over Cincinnati. See, and I, I and I just don't but I don't think Oklahoma can go undefeated. They've had too many close calls against teams that have they have no business playing around they with. They are absolutely due to losing game. Like you just said about close calls. I'm not so sure I'm ready to say that. They haven't beaten anyone confidently this year. They haven't blown anyone out. So if UC and Oklahoma run the table and UC gets a couple of just dominant wins, which they should, and Oklahoma keeps playing people close, it's going to be tight. But, man, I don't know how you don't go with the Bearcats. But I, that's going to be one that's going to be I'm going to be honest. I think if Oklahoma is undefeated when they eventually run into Oklahoma State at the end of the year, then they're not going to be undefeated any longer. Another big thing is – Every Bearcats player has never been bigger fans of the Fighting Irish from now on. If, oh, yeah. if Notre Dame keeps dropping games, it's not going to look good for them. It's going to look like they just went into South Bend and beat a team that everyone was beating in South Indiana Bend. Because Indiana keeps dropping games, too. I yeah. will say, though, Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler, looked, Spencer Rattler looked a lot better. Like, he did look a lot better this week. The defense, it's a big 12 well, defense, so they're not going to stop anybody, but they, he looked a lot better. It's not hard to look better comparative to how he's played earlier this season. I mean, okay, he's he went awful. 22 of 25. Like, he at least still got outplayed by Skylar Thompson. Well, fair, I guess. Skylar Thompson, 29 41, 320 yards, three touchdowns. He was the better quarterback in that game. I mean, yeah, but I'd say it every single week. I say Oklahoma, there's a chance they could lose this game. There's a chance. There's always a chance anyone could lose a game. Well, yeah, I mean, Oklahoma, especially. Speaking of um, quality wins or losses getting better or worse as the season goes on, can't feel great as an Ohio State fan to watch Oregon lose. No, that hurt. Yeah, that was. I was about to go to that upset of the week before we touch on the Buckeyes' dominant win. Upset of the week was Stanford beating Oregon in a game where a lot of people maybe thought the refs played too much of a role in this mm-hmm. one. A lot of Oregon fans upset with the officiating in this one. 
I think I'll I, stand up for Oregon because that was a terrible call on fourth down, fourth and goal. I believe I saw something where there was around a minute and 30 left, and uh, Oregon had a 99% chance it was to two win minute, that game. Two minutes and 10 seconds left. They had the ball on a third and two, I think it was, third and three maybe. 99% and false chance. start, and they had a 99% chance to win. False start. They don't get the, fir- or don't get the first down, punt it over to Stanford. They have about two minutes to drive in. Yeah, Ohio State doesn't love to see that. Does not love to no, see that. No, you don't, but it is what it is. But those Bearcats do love to see that. That effectively is what really put has put them in the race, is that Big 12 probably won't have an undefeated champion, and the Pac-12 is not going to have exactly. an undefeated champion. Yep. The only scenario... And the ACC as well. And the yeah. ACC as well with no Huge Clemson. for the Bearcats. Which means they really ha- control their own destiny. This is wow. the year for a group God. of five team to make it into the playoff. As we're a four team. For the I want to say I believe in Cincinnati to make it, but I, there's just something about it. it something's like going to go said, wrong. Something you, like, you're Probably right. You seem upset. Am I the only one in here that has a full 100% clear heart belief in Cincinnati football? I mean, good Let Lord. Let me just say. Yeah. I'm are. excited to get James Camden back on the show. Right after so we watched, apologize to his face. Right after we watched that college football ranking, UC gets in with the four seed, and I come on air and I just plead for forgiveness because why not, I was. Wrong. You why not the three seed? Yeah. Why I, not? You're right. I'm that, assuming, that's rude of me. I'm gonna I'm, assume I, Alabama and Georgia make it, and whichever one loses gets the four seed. So they set up again, Alabama, Georgia, mm, and then I don't you'll. Know. If nah. they play them tight, they might just keep them one too. Let's move on to another upset. Let's move on to another upset. Mississippi State beating Texas A&M. I don't want to talk about it for long, but it's an upset nonetheless. Texas A&M drops two games in a row. Mississippi State wins this one 26-22. The air raid strikes again, my friend. God, how do you not love Mike Leach? They threw 59 passes. 46 of 59 for Will Rogers, 408 yards, three touchdowns. Golly. I think Texas A&M is going to expose. I don't think they're as good as everyone thought they were. I don't I don't know. They returned much. a lot of that offense. That's why I think a lot of people had confidence in them, but... Same for Iowa State, and that clear didn't, clearly didn't yeah. work out. For yeah. another quick upset or two, Hawaii taking down Fresno State. Fresno mm-hmm. State was a team that a lot of people across the country really, really enjoyed watching, and Hawaii takes them down. So that was interesting. Another one to UCLA. Dismal second half. Arizona State upsets them, winning the second half 18-0. to They win the game 42-23. It's not great for the Bearcats because we know that UCLA is going to run into Notre Dame later in the year, and we were really hoping Notre Dame, or we were really hoping UCLA was going to keep that record up to make it look like a better win for Notre Dame. Crop. Before, before we get to the high oh, state game, ahead. though, real quick, that Wake Forest game, Wake Forest Louisville, a lot closer than I thought it was going to be, a lot closer than it should have been. Louisville's a good pretty game. good they team. Play, they play everyone. I wouldn't say they're a good team, but they everyone's besides tight. Beso- they play everyone besides tight. Ole Miss, they've been playing teams tight. It's, I mean, they're I, I'm surprised. And let's not say that an undefeated ACC team can't get in, but Wake Forest is undefeated. I mean, they are, and they eh, if they run the table, do they make it? Sam Hartman. I don't know. He's kind of cute. QB one. What did it? Who said Family that? show, dude. I called him cute. No, it's not, we're not talking about physical attributes here. We're talking about winning football. His games. football play is very cute. What did you His think football I play is cute. He is very cute. All right. What a we, great, I would say, side note, my favorite quarterback off QB1. Uh, hmm. He was the. Maybe Rial Mitchell. Stop. I like watching Temple football. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Stop. I'm a Jake Fromm guy personally. I like because you, you, yeah, you, you got the whole uh, Fromm wait, experience. But let, wait, wait, what am we I have saying? To Justin, cancel, we, have, we have to cancel Jake Fromm. That, that comment he made. The Bench Press Podcast does what? Does not condone. Does not condone that comment by Jake Fromm. We do condemn him. We condemn Jake Fromm's action. You know which Fromm we don't condemn? His brother caught a touchdown this week. Tyler Fromm was having himself a game. Yeah, yeah, Fromm. Yeah, Yeah, Fromm. Yeah, Fromm. So let's get to this Ohio State game. God, I'm so excited. 
Once again, swing and a miss by Olsen Knightley over here. I said Rutgers plus 15. Holy moly, was I wrong. Wes, go ahead. Take the floor. Man, oh man, does CJ Stroud look good. All I want to say is that everyone's talking about how Rutgers would be a very good test for Ohio State in Piscataway, my favorite city to say, because, oh, Rutgers played Michigan very tight. Seven-point game. It was a really good game to watch. Ohio State came out and dominated them. 24-6 to at the end of the first quarter. I just put them away. It was so easy. C.J. Stratt looked great. He said in his post-game press conference that he finally felt like he could throw the ball without his shoulder falling off. I just, I don't know. Like, it just makes me feel good. As an God, I love fan. it when my quarterback's shoulder doesn't fall off when they throw the football. Tim, how does, you think Ben Roethlisberger's going to have a... Dude, that was uncalled for. <laughs> I, I saw hip injury, not to yeah, get Yeah, I was going to say, hey, that's a hip and a peck, all right? Yeah. For, once, right. His for once, his shoulder's actually doing all right. God, those shoulders look good. Yeah, but keep going, Wes. Anyways, uh, Travion Henderson... Good first quarter, and then didn't play again because he didn't need him. Um, I mean, he's just—I don't know how he's not in the Heisman conversation. I truly don't. Oh my god! I have to say it. Like, it is I, taking everything in my ability not to cuss because one week ago you literally said you were the happiest person in the world because Kyle McCord was starting. No, I said uh, Travion Henderson should be in the Heisman conversation. No, we—I will go back after we're done filming, and I will find the moment where you said you were so happy that CJ Stroud wasn't playing. I'm saying, but clearly C.J. Stroud is a better quarterback. We know that, but I'm happy that McCord played because I want to see what he looked like. Because I want to see a different offense. I didn't want to see C.J. Stroud overthrowing Garrett Wilson every play. But now he's a Heisman? Well, yeah, because he took a rest and his shoulder's healed. And he's back. He's all the way back. Ohio State's offense is back. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait till they play Penn State. Can they wipe the floor with them? Oh, God, I can't even listen to this. Five teams in the top it. 11. All right, let's let's NCAA skip to a game that people actually care about hearing. This um, is going to be our last one before we get rolling into our final. final I know game. you've been avoiding this for a long time. Oh, I've been avoiding this it? game specifically. Maybe, maybe I've accidentally skipped it over. Go, go straight to it then. Tim, I'd like to pat ourselves on the back right now. Oh, I forgot about it. Yep, go ahead. Roll pokes. Roll pokes. Big time game that me and Tim were paying attention to. Tim and I. There's no need for that. I mean, you're, you're, you're a journalism major. That's all I got to say. There's absolutely no need for that. <laughs> Oklahoma State, look, you made a wrong choice again. Oklahoma State wins. I had a bad weekend. You did. Some would say bad. you had a good weekend, but a bad weekend in decisions. <laughs> I would say Keep going that into the football I, game, please. I, I would say, I mean, hey, did I was Kentucky watching. not win the football game? <laughs> I was watching that Pokes game, and I was coming away very impressed. I thought that. They looked like they were a team that could potentially, they could win the Big 12, and that could really throw a wrench into, if they can run the table in the Big 12, that could throw a wrench into this uh, college football well, playoff. Oklahoma's not winning anything, so. It's, that's that what I'm much. saying. Like, They've won everything so far this year. They're not lost. going to. I can't wait. I really hope I really hope they're both undefeated at the end of the season. Take my word for it. Oklahoma will not go into that game undefeated. I would say Oklahoma State looks like the better team out of the two right now. I would probably. completely agree. They have the momentum. It feels like Oklahoma has not yet been able to – they have not played their best football yet. I think Baylor could beat Oklahoma. Like, oh. Man, I wouldn't go that far. Let's I talk would. about maybe the most dominant performance of the week. That maybe, maybe some people didn't really pay attention to. The Tennessee Volunteers, 62 points hung on Missouri. 62-24. On a Missouri team that took uh, Boston College to OT the week before. And, Boston College. And played UK undefeated. close. Play, Boston Mis was undefeated. But. Missouri had a chance to win that game against Kentucky. And holy schmoly, did they just get destroyed by Tennessee. Good job. That's, I know. I'm, I'm doing really they well. Really they, they got day. shellacked. They got shellacked. Yeah. How, do, how do we say this name here? Tyon? Tyon Evans? 
T-I-Y-O-N Evans. Huge game, regardless. Regardless so. of his name. 15 carries, 156 yards, three touchdowns. That's over 10 yards a pop. Yeah. I That's love crazy. it. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. He looks good. God, and it's almost like Tennessee probably should have rolled with uh, old Hen and Hooker at QB to start the year instead of Joe Milton. Yeah, Milton hasn't looked great. Well, yeah, because he has been on the football from? field, Michigan. Yeah, Milton's That's Michigan. Right. I remember I knew the name. I, just from I mean, Tennessee really didn't even have to do much. Hooker threw 19 passes. Okay, so for 225 and three touchdowns. It was just dominating yeah, and he performance ran 15 by the carries balls. for 80 yards and touchdowns. So sticking on this Tennessee football team, like we said, we got an interview today. We got, wow, 683 oh. total yards. I didn't even see that yeah. earlier. <laughs> you know how we said Georgia ran the ball a lot? Tennessee, 59 carries, 458 yards, five touchdowns. Okay, let's get back to the main event of the show today. We got a Tennessee commit coming on the show today. Yeah, That's we huge. We're going to learn the insides of a little bit of college football recruiting. We're going to get a great story about Ohio State recruiting. And like we said, it's a great kid. I'm excited to get him on the show. He had a great week last week. Let's call him up right now. We got Brody Foley hopping on the show. He said he's ready. So, wow, that's a shame. That hurts. Wow. Anderson football. We just got big time. Oh, he's calling me back. He's there calling we me go. Back. You sent me straight to voicemail, man. Dude, I. I got you, man. We're good. We're good. <laughs> hey, we were just talking about it. The Tennessee Volunteers look pretty good this weekend. Oh, yeah. I, they fired me up this weekend because, I, I mean, going into the game, I didn't know, like, what the outcome would be. And then they just they th- fully throttled Missouri. They got the D-line coach fired the day after. Really? We did not know that. Missouri's D-line coach got Inside the can. Information there. Got the can. Yeah, thanks for that. 62 points, Brody. That's some Evan Dreyer offense type right there. <laughs> I know. It, I mean, it was awesome. They, like, they just smoked them. I, like, I think I could have ran for at least 100. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. after. Hey, two touchdowns. Hey, so we've been talking about it a little on the show. Obviously committed to Tennessee. But when was the first time? You've only been at Anderson for two years. When was the first time you really realized you had a pretty good shot of going to play Division One football? Um, I mean... Dreyer kind of talked about it, but, like, the goal of mine always, like, as a freshman was, like, hey, like, if I go to Miami or, like, a boring green, like, that's a, that's a huge dub. Like, I didn't realize that I was going to be that good until, like, midway through my junior year when I Humble started flex. getting, like, recruited. I was like, you see? And I was like, oh, like. Maybe you got a shot with this cool. thing. Yeah, like, maybe you got a shot with this yeah. thing. And then there was Pitt, and that's when I was like, huh, like, that's pretty weird because, like, Pitt's a four-hour drive, and then it turned into uh so it was like UC Pitt and then Louisville, and I was like, oh, like, yeah. that's pretty cool. And yeah. then like, from there, right. it just blew up. I think I got like 10 offers over the span of like a week. So who was who was the first offer? UC. UC was the first. Hometown kid. Coach wow. Fick. Coach Fick. Putting in work. Coach Fick. Hey, he recruits very well in Cincinnati. Obviously did not get Brody, though. Failed there. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, they were cool. I liked UC. There's nothing like, no hate between UC. It's just I don't want to go to school like down the street, especially like I was at Walnut. That's like a seven-minute drive. Yeah, I got you. That's, that's sometimes what we always talk about being – I mean, I'm from Cincinnati. Tim's from Cincinnati. Wes Crobb from Columbus. We always talk about one of our favorite things about college was actually getting out of the bubble of where we grew up because uh, it gives everyone a good opportunity to make new friends, make a new life. So uh, definitely don't blame you getting out of that bubble there. Um, so obviously, you know, we have – we have a bit of a relationship. You know me. I'm a big Cats fan. Um, so tell me why in the heck you chose Tennessee over my Kentucky Wildcats. Really just why did you choose Tennessee in general? What about them? Um, 
So I really love the coaching staff. Obviously, they were new. And, uh, like, through the start, it was kind of interesting just because it's, I mean, SEC school, it's a, like, big-time program. Big-time. SEC football is about as big as it gets in college. Yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, it came down to the people. Like, the coaches were genuine. They didn't kind of, like, feed me saying I was going to go to the NFL in three years. I got you. I got that a lot. Like, oh, you're going to come here, start as a true freshman, all that. And, uh, I mean, they were just genuine people. And um, my official visit, like, I committed in May before you could visit, went down in June twice. And, I mean, that, like, reaffirmed it, everything. Uh, I was super happy being down there. I mean, like, everybody felt like family. We went bowling. Coach (laughs) Heifel's wife was giving me the work at bowling and fucking smack. And I was like, like, dang, there's not a lot of people – like coaches that would probably go out and ball, like with the whole like recruits, but like they were bringing their wives and families out, and I mean like the bonding with everybody was awesome. Brody, you just dropped an f bomb, and I said that I was going to keep this one as a family show today. We might have some young Raptors fans. I heard an f bomb. I heard it. <laughs> there were, I, I, <laughs> definite f bomb. I've worked a double G. You know? Hey, listen. I feel a bit disrespected. The amount of work I've put in the last <laughs> thirty minutes to stay clean. <laughs> We've put in some good work since. Hey, you mentioned bowling. My my stat man, Wes Meekin, my right. He's a state champion bowler in the I state am, of I Ohio. Am. I will say that. I will say though, little uh, little side story. The first time I ever met Wes Minky, he bowled a fifty six. So uh, everybody out bowled him. Everyone out bowled the state champ. Hey, so yep. you mentioned the word family. What's it like with this recruiting class coming in with you? You got any good friends in that class? Who are some names we should be looking out for? Oh, uh, so. Uh, the first guy I actually like talked to because I think I was like I committed early compared to everybody mm-hmm. else. Yep. It was Vincent Sadid. He's he's from Orlando, Florida. He's at the end. He's an awesome. He's hilarious, dude. He's one of the funniest dudes I've ever met. Uh, he's a great guy. It was like kind of the first guy I bonded with. And then uh, Taven Jackson, I talked to a lot. He's from Center Grove, and it like I think it's east of Indianapolis or whatever. It's outside. They're like one of the best teams in the nation. He's, I mean, he's killing it. There's like, hold up, who else? Uh, Cam Miller. <laughs> he's from like, there's so many guys I'm. Cool yeah, no, yeah, you don't gotta mention every everyone. I was just thinking I'm of a couple. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I was just thinking, you know, obviously Tennessee football. You mentioned new coaches, looking for a bit of a culture change there. Obviously, moving on from the old McDonald's bags. We're gonna, we might, <laughs> we we might touch on that later. But uh, I'm gonna move over to my uh, my colleague Wes, like I mentioned earlier. Big Ohio State fan. He's got a good question for you. Hold on, Brody. How we doing, Brody? How we doing? I'm doing good, man. So I hear you have a pretty interesting Ohio State recruiting story. Do you uh, care to share that one? Uh, yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts off. It's like May. I've got to narrow down to like five schools, and uh, it's like Minnesota, like Rutgers. I really like the culture out there. I know it's still Rutgers. Uh like Auburn, Tennessee, and then Northwestern. I'm floating around Northwestern. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Coach Dreyer calls me into his office, like this little office, and he tells me, like, hey, Ohio State's interested. interested. You're going to start getting calls. And I was like, oh, like, like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm not a big Ohio State guy. I know, like, being from Ohio, good answer. like Cardinal uh, Sin. Good answer. But so they call me up. Uh, it was like a recruiting guy. He talked to me for like 40 minutes. And then the next day, I get a call from Kevin Wilson. Oh, yeah, it was Kevin. Was I couldn't remember who it was, Brody. Kevin Wilson. Got it. We got the name now. <laughs> Not a great one. And he, um, 
he was telling me how he wanted me to come up in June and camp, and they didn't know, like, what I was going to be. Like, if I was going to be an offensive guy, a defensive guy. I was like, oh, like, okay. And so then I get a call, like, it was, like, two days after that. Like, I'm, I'm just getting blown up by, like, Ohio State, it feels like. They call me, and they're, like, going through. Uh, they were doing, like, a practice outside, so, like, a bunch of whistles. And all of a sudden, like, Kevin Wilson's talking to me, and he's like, oh, Here's Kerry Combs, like he's a. Cincinnati oh yes, guy. it was it like, was Kerry Combs. Okay, I thought it was Kerry Combs. Okay, continue, Brody. Sorry. He's like Kerry, here's Brad from uh, Cincinnati. And <laughs> Brad <laughs> from Cincinnati. <laughs> oh hey, Brad, like how you doing? And just from there, I was like, like, was, I was like, what? Like, how do you one mess up my name? But I'm like in the car driving, and I, like, I wish somebody took a picture of my face because I was just like, like, like what? Because. I hate being called like Brady. Like a lot of kids, and you know, like teachers, oh, yeah. and stuff, they call me Brady. But how do you get Brad out of Brody? Like that's like. <laughs> hey, listen. That's one. I'm like, how do you mess up my name? And then I was thinking, like, dude, you've been you've called me three times. Like you've had to look that at my film, anybody. And like, I was just. Hey Brody, so something we do sometimes on the show, we give some people nicknames. So, uh, just to let you know, from now on, if we ever refer to Brody Foley, it's gonna be Brad Foley. Brad Foley. Oh, well, now everybody does because the story's gotten out. All right, so we're... I, I get that at school. I'm Brad Foley. Hey, listen, I know. I told you kind of privately I wasn't gonna mention the McDonald ba- McDonald's bags. I can't help it. I'm sending you over to Crab real quick, real quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's up, Brody? It's Crob. Bennett can uh, he can hold to his promise. I'm gonna mention the McDonald's bag. <laughs> so, obviously, I know you mentioned earlier new staff at Tennessee. Maybe the traditions are the same. You walk out of your visit with a McDonald's bag, or no? Nah, <laughs> I, I did not get the McDonald's bag. There's nobody getting McDonald's bags. Good answer. Good answer. Good, Good answer. Great answer. answer. Great answer. I got Good another. Answer. I got another quick question for you. So, you know, Anderson football player, pretty damn good one. Crop. He dropped an F bomb earlier. I'm free <laughs> rain now. Um, I did not drop an F bomb. <laughs> yes. Hey, continue. So Krob. you got old. Uh, you got old Coach Snyder down there. Um, Come on. Any <laughs> any words of wisdom he has ever given you that have stuck with you, or is he just basically useless down there? Come on. Oh dang, that's that's tough. He's. I mean, he's definitely useful. Like. Thank you. A, Come he's on. He's a great dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every time I, like, was messing up, like, especially last summer because he's more with the older guys, he's always uh, positive, which, I mean, that always helps because, I mean. Wait, 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 Brody. That... Brody, wait. Are you talking about me or my dad? Oh, I'm, ta- oh, I'm talking about your dad. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> this is what I was hoping would happen. That's why I specifically left out the Bennett part, and no. I just was hoping you started talking about Bill Snyder. No. Yeah. Man, those, that was so nice, Brody. Come on. <laughs> I mean, he shows up every once in a while, you know. Come on. <laughs> so you're a deadbeat coach, Bennett. He, he, no, I, I can't let his bald hair grow out. Come on. Wow. Come on, man. You started. That was so nice. Bro. Hey, Brody. I mean, I appreciate the answer to the question. You just made Bent feel real horrible a week before his his catches record's going to get broken. But I appreciate the answer to the hey, questions. Sh- I'm going to I'm gonna drop you back over to Bennett. Shout out Joey Faulkner there. Shout out Joey Faulkner. Heck of a season so far. All right, so. Let's get to Anderson football a little bit here. I mentioned it earlier, game-winning touchdown. What was going through your head? It was a play that maybe didn't look like it was going to end up getting you. Griffin Scaff makes a great move, avoids the pressure, finds you in the end zone for your second touchdown of the game. Walk me through the emotions from that one. 
Because we beat Winton Woods, who I don't, Coach Drivers never beat. I can't even give you the last year we beat them. Maybe you know. It was, it was like 2009. Oh, yeah, I was, in, I was in kindergarten. Were you getting recruited in kindergarten? No. Okay. Kindergarten just in 2009? <laughs> Not yet. How that made me feel We're, a little bit old. He wasn't, he wasn't <laughs> Brad yet. Yeah, so walk me through that play, Brody. Uh, so, I mean, we were running, like, our inside zone blocking, like, insert play the whole game where I just go up and block the backer. And uh, they brought pressure off the outside and banned up on me with, uh, like, a tiny backer. I think it might have been their safety walked up. And uh, he definitely had, like, like – he probably pooped himself when he realized like, he wanted to block him. Uh, he like grabbed onto me, and then Griff, like, like, like you said, he made a, a great play. Like, he, I think he escaped like two dudes. One for he sure. Is. Yeah, it was actually guys. You'll like this. The guy uh, our quarterback made miss was Mayan Williams' younger brother. Let's go, Mayan Williams' younger yeah. brother. Big time. He got to Griffied. He got hit by the Griff. <laughs> he got hit by the Griff. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that was awesome, though. Hey, and do you know how voting's going? Are you going to end up winning Player of the Week in Old Cincinnati? Oh, uh, we'll see. I don't know. Like that Anderson I'm football not, family team of the week. Yeah, I team. I mean, <laughs> oh, give me some focused. answer about how you're focused on the team. Come on, give it to me. Feed. Oh, well, no, I'm. I'm focused on the team. Everybody yeah. Cool, <laughs> ultimate good guy like answer. Like, I don't even know which one I'm winning in, which one I'm losing in. My God, Sounds I, like a good problem to have. Yeah, good, really good suck pro- to be you. <laughs> good, good problem to have. Hey, listen, I'm happy. You know, even though I thought you were saying some really good words about me, I guess it was about Bill. But hey, the culture in that program is looking really good. You know, me and Coach Dreyer are very, very close friends. You guys are looking awesome. Turn up at the right moment. Quick question: I know you mentioned uh, just day one starting possibly, uh, but like you were getting promised by some other coaches. Are you confirmed on what position you're getting recruited for? Because I know in high school you're playing tight end and DN. Do you know which one you're going to look to play for in college? Uh, definitely tight end. Tight end, okay. All right, yeah, so maybe maybe you'll value me more when I finally teach you how to run a route or two. <laughs> that's true. You're going to teach him how to run screens? Uh, yeah, it's about all I can run with screens. You're right. You're Ultimate right. route runner, Bennett Snyder. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Value you big time. Thank yeah. Looks like there a bit go. of a pit, there you go. Bit, I built you back up. Bit of a pity answer. I'll take it though. <laughs> hey Brody, we appreciate you, man. Good luck this week. Good luck the rest of the season. We're gonna make the playoffs. I know we're going to. You did a great job, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Let's cl- clap it up for Brad Foley. Yeah, Let's Brad. go, Brad. Brad. Brad Foley. Brad, you have a good one, buddy. Peace. What a guy. I mean, hopefully, great job. I can't believe that he dropped an f bomb. I can't. We spent the whole thirty. There's no minutes. idea how hard I worked. I, I mean, no this, idea. He, he's just making my job harder, is what I hear. Am I gonna have to go through and bleep that out, or am I gonna have to click the explicit button when I'm posting Brad this later today? Foley. I think it's hilarious that he didn't even know he did it. Because that, that's somehow I feel about when I cuss on the show too. I'm like, did I really? It just rolls off the tongue just, for you. Come on, okay. Brad. He did All a great right. job though. Oh. Fantastic I, knew, I knew it was Carrie Combs. I knew it was Combs who called him. And I thought it was Brian. Brad's worse. Hey, Brad Brad is worse. ESPN. Nah, Brian's worse. Brody, I Brody mean, he Brad. changed one letter, really. I mean, he cut off the Y, but he changed one letter. Hey, Brian Carrie, is a big jump. Carrie's, Carrie's an idiot. An we he's, know that. He's getting up there in age. He might have missed the letters. It's okay. It was interesting what he said about the culture at Rutgers. I liked that part. Oh, Piscataway. I know, yeah. yeah. Big college yeah. town. Yeah, I didn't it. hear Duke in his top five. I didn't hear Kentucky in his top five. I don't know what five. Coach Cut's doing down there, we, but, I, I mean, if we got players of the week here in Anderson, we need to be, we need to be recruiting them, Coach Cup. The Mannings aren't coming around every year. He's already out on Arch Manning. It's true. Uh, I would, ESPN and you guys run the story that Ohio State doesn't know how to uh, 
properly name their recruits, please credit Bench Press Media. That's true. Thank that you. is true. Yeah, please, please get after us there. Oh, God, Very I would love to see that story. fired after that before it gets published. I would I mean, love to see that story. Let's stay on the topic of Ohio State. I saw a video of some guy wearing an Ohio okay. State right. shirt out at a bar. Can we drop the family show BS now that Brody dropped that bomb? No, 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 let's, no because we let's love stay Anderson. We love the little Raptors that are yeah. hanging around the hall. We, and, and, okay, all right. <laughs> Please, <laughs> Please stop Ander- that hey, right now. All of Anderson Township is going to be listening. <laughs> it's going to be listening to this episode, and that includes the kids. Yeah, and we are, are a. And we love kids. Can we do In one of those disclaimers like, hey, skip what? ahead. Okay. I cannot talk about this situation without saying something despicable. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to start. Take your mute button. In the nicest way possible and in the cleanest way possible. Urban made mistakes. Urban Meyer put two in the stink. Urban um, made mistakes. Well, there goes the whole family. There goes friendly. the family. Did I, did I cuss? You yeah. don't got to. The implication was enough. Okay. We saw the video. People I saw have the alternate angle was worse. The alternate angle was crazy. I, I, fun Urban. fact: I actually what just got. I actually just got a text in my fantasy football chat that said the Urban Meyer situation better be talked about on the podcast. And two minutes later, we're going right oh into this. Gosh. All right. I mean, this, how do we not? Tim, I'm ahead. about. I'm putting a disclaimer in. There will be non-family friendly. Oh, please. Actions discussed. But we will be using clean language. That's true. That's okay. True. So it, so if you're a young kid and you're listening to the podcast, or if you're with your family listening, then I'm putting a disclaimer in right now. This is going to be a, this is not a family friendly topic. But there will be family friendly language if for some reason you still want to listen. But it's our duty as journalists <laughs> to cover it. Hey. It is. We are doing our job. Correct. Crop. <laughs> My. You know what I said earlier about Ryan Day wearing the same outfit? Yeah. Confirmed. Wore the same outfit to his press conference. So Ryan Day wearing the same outfit. He wore outfit the to, white polo I mean, with poor the Wes red is, quarter zip. Poor Wes is just sitting over here in disbelief. Poor Urban, man. Oh, oh get out of here, hey. poor Urban. He knew what he was doing. He has full control of his hands. Listen, hey, do we think it was on purpose? What do you mean it was on purpose? Do we he, think he wanted it to happen? His hands are just chilling down there. Not the grabbing. I'm talking there, about the media where he maybe gets out of Jackson. There's a job in West oh, LA no. that's open that he has been interested in in the past. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Wes, scoot on back up to the table. He, We're not talking about dirty oh, stuff I, anymore. He, Tell me what you think about this. He, all right. I got a line. I'm though. heartbroken. Okay, good. He might, he might not have used a Trojan, but he might want to become a Trojan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm heartbroken. I'll clap. Yeah, I got. I saw a one. good meme that. I mean, said, I'm sure he found that I on saw, Twitter I, somewhere. No, that was completely. Off I the saw brand. a good Twitter meme that said uh, Urban has Trojans on his mind, and Trojans in his pockets. God, it's too easy. It's along the, the same vein. It's too easy. Tro- I mean, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. Be that guy. Girl wasn't even hot. Okay, come on. Yeah, it's about but, way more than looks. But we also, respect also, women. Also, also, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. What else do you expect Urban Meyer to do at a tap house in Dublin, Ohio? It's what his else pint house. Is? He owns the pint house. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, what do you expect him to do? Like, there's nothing fun to do there. So, of course, he's going to feel up some random blonde girl that's coming up to him, dude. Crab, this is the, maybe the worst possible hill you could die on. I'm playing devil's advocate. I, yeah, hey, you're just I would like to say, brave. not even this podcast, myself, Crab condemns Urban Meyer's actions this yeah, weekend. Yeah, I yeah, do not yep. condone what he did in the public space of Urban Meyer's Pint House in Dublin, Ohio. It was despicable. Hey, listen. I Some should... would say this was a despicable weekend for not only the Jacksonville Jaguars, but Urban Meyer. Shad Khan is... Urban needs to earn his trust back. 
I actually heard today? a rumor that, um, you know, I don't want to say we. I don't say the right word. This say the right version. I don't condone. Can, Condone. I just condone yeah. this, but nobody does. Nobody. There's an this outside table chance does. we're gonna send some bait up to Urban Meyer's bar up there to see if we can possibly get the girl onto the show. There's a chance, and some some people were throwing around Bill Snyder's name. I don't know if I'm ready to send Bill Snyder up there as bait. If there's one person I trust, <laughs> it's Bill Snyder. <laughs> Sherry Snyder just dropped to the floor. Sherry Snyder would not blank that. She would condone. not. She would not condone it. She would not condone. You that. are really struggling with condone versus condemn. I just need some. I'm like in class right now. I'm gonna. Are. All right. This is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna tape on your hands, condone, and I'm gonna, and then it's like my left and my right. Exactly. It was and then I'll, I'll yes. hold up my condemn. No. I'll hold up my left <laughs> when you gotta say condone, and I'll hold up my right when you gotta say condemn. I mean, and that way we get. That means it was also a bold move for Urban to get Facebook and Instagram just deleted on. Was that yesterday. Urban Meyer? Was that Urban? Some Meyer? are asking. All Some of are our socials were deleted. All right, let's. <laughs> just saying. Let's move on to the more important stuff. NFL. We had a great weekend. Great, great weekend. We gotta start. With our overreactions, does anyone want to take the floor with this one? Anyone? Anyone? I'll I'll hop right in. You go for it, Tim. Oh, I can't wait to hear this one. Derrick Henry is going to break the rushing record this year. He's currently projected for 2,040 yards, which would be short. It would be a career high for him, but it would be short. I think that with a 17-game season, he is going to break this record, and I think. He is going to. He's the only back I think that can really do it because he's the only one who has that consistent volume. He's the only one getting that amount of carries, and I think that he is going to break the rushing record that has stood since Eric Dickerson said it. I want to say in 1986. It helps that he has an extra game and for sure. The extra game is huge, and I think that's probably the biggest factor. And all, but the Titans' line took a big hit. Ben starting center Ben Jones got hurt last week. Could affect it, but I still believe Derrick Henry can do it. I don't know how much of an overreaction it is, but I think that it's definitely something you got to look at. I wouldn't. I would say it's a fairly. It's a fair it's, take. It's a fair take, and it's a bit of an overreaction because that line is playing like absolute dog water right now. Taylor Lewan still hasn't figured out how to block people, and with AJ Green and Hul- or AJ Brown, sorry, AJ Brown and Julio Jones out right now, the offensive focus is Derrick Henry but once those guys come back how much we're obviously he's still going to have a very substantial workload but maybe not to the tune of 35 carries a game anyone want to go next you know I can hop right in mine okay oh yeah go for it I'd love to hear you know both the New York teams got to win this week right so Wes is a Jets 0 and 17 reaction down the drain so I'm going to flip to the uh the other New York team at the end of the season there's two big names when you associate Giants football. You got Dan Dimes, you got Joe Judge. One's still standing. At Saquon the end of the Barkley year. die, or is he still alive? Yeah, he's dead to me. Okay. Wow. So, you know, How? there's going to be one still standing at the end of the year. Who's that going to be? It's going to be Dan Dimes. All right. <laughs> Dan Dimes survives this season. Joe Judge does not. That's my overreaction. Dan Dimes not playing terrible. Throws 20. Oh, let's give the man his credit. All right. Are you about to say he's playing good? Yes. Oh, come on. Not terrible. I, I'll and say Dan Dimes is playing for the first time in his career average NFL football. No. I would say that. Yeah, I, I'll Dan, go all the way up to I'll average. pull up the stats I saw the other day because this is despicable. I mean, the I'm Falcon, not going to let his name get dragged for the Saints. month. Against the Saints, 28 of 40, yeah, 402, yards. 402 yards, two touchdowns. That's good. All right. It's really good. It's, it's inside, though. Dan Dimes, tied for longest consecutive streak of games with a 90-plus QB rating. 
tied with Kyler. Five game streak. He could easily break QB that this week against the Cowboys. Yep, QB rating. Uh, leads all players in the NFL in rush yards per attempt at a minimum of 30 carries okay. with 6.96. People don't scheme against him for the run. Well, nice. He's the best rushing quarterback in the league. No. And he nope. currently has uh, one interception through four games. And all, all everyone likes to say, Dan Dime does picked all the time. That's because Evan Ingram can't catch. Evan Ingram's not on the field. Look what happens. Dan Dimes protecting I, actually, the football. The interception thing has really never been as big of an it's issue. It's been fumbles. It's been fumbles. Well, it's been interceptions too because last year I think he had like 14 and I think eight of them were off Evan Ingram's hands. So let's just say protecting the ball. He's not very good at protecting the ball. Well, he's been pretty darn good at protecting the ball and they're one and three for a reason. Well, we'll see. We'll see about Dan Dimes. Wes, let's go over to you. <sighs> My NFL overreaction for week four. Well, is it week four or week five? It was week four last week. Week four. My NFL overreaction for week four is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will not win the NFC South. Who win it? The Falcons? Let it eat. Uh Well, it's not going to be the Saints, so. You think the the Panthers showed you what? Hey. That they can at least compete with Dallas. I'm not taking anything away from the Cowboys. I'm just saying the Cowboys. What I'm saying is, hey. Trayvon Diggs had two picks. They still only lost that game by eight points. He did. Now, granted, they were down like 20 with like 15 minutes left. Garbage time scores. Yeah. So you really think the Panthers are going to win that division? I just don't know. I don't know. I I hate to – I can't bet against Tom Brady. I'm just saying I don't know if – It's a dumb move to bet against. I don't know if they have the juice this year. You know. I just don't know. They've got a lot of injuries, which they, they never do. faced last year. Never, never faced injuries. And too it was bad the thing of year. like last year, oh, they never got Christian hot McCaffrey. until they didn't get hot no, until no, late Buccaneers. in the season. Oh, I thought you were talking the about the Buccaneers. Yeah. To be fair, no team has the juice because he retired a long time ago. <laughs> okay, I mean, fair juice enough. is still loose. Fair. He is loose again. Well, Richard Sherman's only going to get better. He didn't play yeah. well on Sunday, but as he gets acclimated to that defense, he's only going to play better, and they're only going to get healthier. Guys are going to start coming back. They, they're not losing guys for the season. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. That's the biggest part. That's the big thing. Do they lose them for an extended period of time? Yeah, but it really matters for the Buccaneers that they're healthy when it counts. And when it counts is playoffs. Tom Brady does not give a damn about the regular season. That That's close. why he has seven That's Super Bowls. It. Family show, come on. I don't care about the family show distinction come, anymore. Come Brody on. Foley. Sorry. Brad Foley dropped an F-bomb. Live on this show. Let's not make him feel bad. It slipped. It slipped. And not only that. And we didn't tell him he wasn't supposed to. We so brought up the urban situation, which just in is not a family situation whatsoever. Hey, we put a disclaimer in. We used family-friendly It's language. not too late to be good, guys. Ain't that right, Wes? Regardless. Right. What I'm going to say. Yeah. I mean, am I still going to have I, to mark this episode as explicit yeah, when I post you, it? Yeah, yes, yeah. I am. But I'm still going to say it's family-friendly. Yeah. I like his overreaction. Because I like the Panthers, and speaking of the Panthers, I'm ready to market a second player with the branded word of elite. DJ Moore's elite, I get it. Go ahead. Thank you, you're welcome. I don't even need to say it. You said it for me. DJ Moore's elite. Should we go to my overreaction? I'd love to. to. I'm waiting to hear this one. I'm actually, I like to focus on you guys. You guys are my best friends. I have an overreaction that involves all three of you. That was a nice moment right there. You're one of my best friends too. Thanks, man. It's a real heartwarming moment right now. For you. (laughs) Hit me. Probation. I'm the only one here not on probation. Thank you very much. Okay, we just, let's disclaimer: we're not. None of us are actually on real probation. We no, none of us. Are, what, no, no. no trouble with the law. No, Inside nothing. joke. Inside no joke. trouble with the law. I'm okay. waiting. Crop, the Cowboys are going to win the NFC. I hope so. I have to get a tattoo if they win the Super Bowl. I'm waiting. Do we pick the location of the tattoo? I'm just asking. No, no I'm no, in full let's, control let's, of let's it. Let's move okay. on. Let's move on. All right. 
Cowboys are winning the uh, NFC. Thank you. Going to Love Super- it. I'd be fantastic. Oh, I'd be so happy. The Steelers are going to finish last in the AFC North. <laughs> that's uh, a, that's- you think? <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I didn't want to leave Tim out. Thanks, man. D- didn't want to leave Tim out Thanks, because man. for this next one... Miami Dolphins are going to finish last in the AFC East. Whoa. Oh, that's possible. The Miami Dolphins are going to finish last in the AFC East. No, they're not at all. Wes. We have a better wide receiver core than Chester Rogers. You just so. traded your best wide receiver this morning. So you're they're implying not. that the Titans are going to finish last? No, I'm implying that Not the even Titans in the division. Are, I'm implying that the Titans are not the Miami Dolphins offense. Yeah, are you arguing? Are, are you arguing that the Dolphins have a better offense than the Tennessee Titans did on Sunday? No, I'm arguing that we'd have a better offensive receiving core than the Tennessee Titans offer. Receiving you don't have Derrick Henry. Receiving core is not the don't only aspect Henry. of an offense. Yeah. clearly you do. We need to a Tonga Vailoa. I'm ready to walk out. I'm ready Sn- to stage Snidely's, a protest. Snidely is preparing to walk out. I'm ready to stage Please. a protest. We have talked about it, Wes. Does not matter who's playing quarter. It does. It, it no, does. it doesn't. That offensive line is so bad. I know it is. So bad. You've got but Miles Jacob Gaskin Brissett at running back. Help it. No, no they doesn't. don't even want to use Miles Gaskin. He had two carries for three yards. They love Malcolm Brown. Even worse. That's my point. Malcolm Will Brown. Fuller breaks a finger. God, this team. They, trade, they can't they tra- stop the run they at trade all. They trade Jakeem Grant for a bag of chips. Thank you. I can't. agree with you. They can't stop the run. And Zach Wilson finally looked good. And I'm going to say it. I don't think this Jets defense is all that bad. Never mind. I got no, an overreaction. Bob, you already said one. Let's Bob, Sala, Bob Sala, who had a gr- hell, uh, some great defense. Good, good catch. You, good had save. some great defense in San Francisco. Marcus May, I think, is the most underrated player in the NFL. Quinn and Williams looked yeah. like an animal. Both of those two are two of the most, well. the, yeah, mm-hmm. two, Never gets two of the most underrated players in the NFL. And that defense was... Rocket. No one can stop Derrick Henry. It just doesn't happen unless you're the Cardinals and, and you're playing with a hurdle line. I would say they did a line. decent job of slowing him down. They did, but but he's always going to get his. That defense, I think, can definitely be a top tier defense in the NFL. I think in a couple of years. And, so. Yeah, I would say as maybe as soon as next year, another with that second year under Rob Sala, I think they can easily easily jump into that top tier of NFL. I'm defenses. just thinking about how the Jets and Dolphins match up against each other, and I'm I. Yes, the Dolphins have a better defense, but gosh, I don't know if the Dolphins' offense can score on anyone, dude. Anyone. So, I know I know they squeak in 14 points there late to get their total up to 17 against the Colts, but dude, I'm not even trying to make you I feel bad. If I had a second overreaction, I'd say the Miami Dolphins aren't going to win a game until they get rid of the 2-OC system. They need to go to at least one so, guy yeah, that or doesn't fire work them both. Well, for them. well, neither of their OCs call the plays. So, it, yeah, it's I mean, not how worthless can no, OCs be? The OCs call the plays. Charlie Fry sends them in to the OCs, and the OCs decide together which play they would like to run. That's very nice of them. It's not. It doesn't work. It's a, no, bad, it, it's clearly, a horrible it, system. Clearly, it does not work. And it falls uh, right back on Chris Greer for making the decisions to put Brian Flores in charge of all personnel. Go That's ahead, his Carl. fault. If I will say, I'm looking at the Dolphins' schedule right now. By the I time, just about by the time they that. play the Jets, season could be over. By the time they play They've the Jets. They've got the Buccaneers Realistically, next. they got the Buccaneers next week. That's a loss. I don't I, even I don't, think it's I, a question. I'd love, to, I'd love to make this point. Last year, Miami Dolphins started 1-4 and won 10 games, so... That is a good point. I'm, okay. I'm Regards. Then they go across to Tottenham. Then they get the Jags. Luckily for the Dolphins, Blake Bortles will not be in a Jaguars uniform. Urban might be coaching. I don't Who know. knows? But T Law, we'll you get think to Urban's that. not getting down in a pub in London? You're wrong. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that Jaguars team because Trevor Lawrence looked pretty good. Thursday Week after night. that, the Falcons in Miami. Falcons are playing better. Should have beaten the football team. Go ahead, keep going. Then they get the Bills again. Might get shut out again. 
Then they get the Texans. Realistically, should win that game as well. We'll see if Tyrod. That game's going to come down to if Tyrod Taylor's back or not, and if Tua's back. I'll give you that too. Wes. Tua's back by Jaguars game. That's his expected date back. Okay. He's already throwing the ball again. So and they get the Ravens time. on Thursday night football. And so then we're in com- my mind, I'm going to give the Dolphins the benefit of the doubt here. One and four, two and four, three and four, three and five, four and five, four and six. Four and six by the time they play the Jets. That puts a lot of pressure on their back end of the season. We know that they finish up pretty easy, but I mean. They finish up incredibly easy because they finish up with Jets, NFC South winner, Panthers, Giants, bye week, week 14, which is ridiculously late. late. That's late. The Jets again, the Saints. For a playoff push. The Jets again, the Saints, and then a team with a bad offense, the Tennessee Titans. And then they, they finished with the Patriots. This week they had a bad offense. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely not saying it's possible. It's it's not impossible for the Dolphins to make the playoffs. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying from what I've watched on the field this year, gosh, I'm worried about it. I agree with you. I'm, I'm I agree worried. with you. I'm worried too. As a Dolphins fan, I hate watching it. Let's it's just go ahead fun. and tell our, our listeners, we got a long episode in store for you. We haven't we even do. started our NFL recap. I don't mind. We've had a great episode so far. So let's start on this Jaguars-Bengals game. God, it was I was worried. Bengals get shut out in the first half. Tim and I were in attendance. Boots on the ground. Tim, fade Tim, almost came down, came down to the wire there and lost it for us. McPherson missed a kick early, ends up kicking the game winner. I'll say this. That was the first time I thought, you know what, Trevor Lawrence might not be a bust. He looked pretty good in this one, ran the football well. I still The reason the Jaguars lost that game is simple. It comes down to one play call. I don't know who made the decision. Uh, but, Joe. Yeah, but Joe did. No, no, no. I'm saying one play call. It was right near the end of the first half, the Jaguars' fourth and goal from the one-yard line. Oh, Trevor made that call. It but was supposed to I'm flip I'm talking out. about the play call in general. Why you keep the offense on the field there is a mystery points. to me. You take your points in the NFL. Was it four? You've got It was 14 to nothing. Well, Two-possession right. game. You make that, a, even if it's not three touchdowns, you make that a three-possession game. You costly. have to do it in the NFL. You have you know, to. Three possessions is so difficult to come back from unless you're Tom Brady. You know, while I do agree with that statement, again, I'm going to put the blame here on Trevor. James Robinson walks in the end zone if he just flips the ball to the right. Like, walks in the end zone. And instead, Trevor went through three defenders and, and got stopped. And he found Logan Wilson. Yeah. I was impressed. I mean, like you said, Lawrence looked really good, but James Robinson also looked really good in this game. Yeah, it's and like he, Urban finally remembered he had a good running back on his team. And let's be real. That wasn't supposed to happen. Carlos Hyde showed up for that game and said, you know what? I don't feel right. So they made him inactive right before the game started. That's the only reason James Robinson was the featured back in that game because Carlos Hyde couldn't go last minute. And why he is not going to be the featured back for the rest of the season, if he's not, it's going to be a mystery to me. Just makes me question the ETN pick even more. My guys. Huge Thursday night football revenge game for CJ Uzama. Uzoma, how do you say it? Guys. Joe Burrow is the man. Holy moly, Tim, as a Steelers fan, I know you felt that Joe Burrow energy still as a Steelers fan. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, that, be, being in that stadium, watching that game live in prime time was absolutely electric. Packed to the brim, Bengals football. Joe Burrow was the man. He has a call late in the fourth quarter the check to the screen to uzama checks to a cover zero beater just uh, takes screen. a hit too just gets killed yeah takes a hit flips the ball out there to uzama and he takes off gets tackled to set up a game-winning field goal that is what happens when you have a head coach and a quarterback who have a hundred percent trust in one another and honestly i've been a zach taylor hater because i just i've watched a lot of Bengals games 
and I never saw anything out of him that made me think. But if the fact that Joe Burrow has so much trust in him and he has so much trust in Joe Burrow makes me think he deserves to stick it out. And there's a couple things I want to point off that, Sam. We'll start with Taylor there. It seems like the players really enjoy playing for him. That's the gist I get from it. It seems like the players enjoy Zach Taylor, which is it makes me happy as a fan. You mentioned, let me keep going here. You mentioned Joe Burrow there. Did we hear him mic'd up? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a little actor. You can't zero me. You can't cover zero me. Said, put the ball in my hand. Put the ball happens. in my hand, and you'll see what happens. That is, that's what you love to see from your quarterback. That brings up a point I want to bring up. I, you're still cutting me off. Screw you. I'm gonna continue. Fine. Let's just let's just make this blatantly clear. That play, Uzama. If it goes to any of the Bengals wide receivers, there, the boys are giving out a Joe Burrow jersey because. That play took Joe Burrow over 300 passing yards, and if Uzama housed that, it was going to be his third touchdown of the day. I was scared. Oh, the boys were close to giving out scared. a Joe Burrow jersey. <laughs> Not going to lie, sweating it out a little bit. Sweating it out. Krav, go ahead. Back to what you said about Joe Burrow and the guys liking to play for Zach Taylor. Are we sure they like to play for Zach Taylor, or do, or do they like to play for Joe Burrow? All I've with, ever heard about Joe Burrow. All I've ever... I would say with I like that They're with equals. Joe Burrow for Zach Taylor because Zach Taylor dapped up every single one of the players on the way yeah. locker room. That was good to see. No, and it's it's fun to have a good culture when you're winning. But all you heard when they were losing was how everyone hated Zach Taylor. And he then did, Joe, he coached a horrendous first half. I'm not gonna let him get away from well, that. Well, and then Great Joe, and then Joe Burrow comes. Things change. Do they win last year? No. But he gets hurt. He's getting killed every week. Now they're winning games. It's fun to be in Cincinnati. Do they have an indoor practice facility? No, they don't. <laughs> That needs to change. But Joe Burrow is clearly the guy in that locker room. He is the leader. They follow. They would follow him to the end of the earth. That's what I'm saying. I don't mean four as in like, oh, Joe's above them all. But when you're he you is. play like you play for the captain of your team, like you want to yeah. you want to make sure get, the captain sees saying. that you're doing your part. Tim, last last year it seemed like there was nothing wrong with Zach Taylor. It seemed that most of the animosity was with veteran defenders with Lou Anaromo and the benching of Carlos Dunlap mm-hmm. and Gino Atkins, among others. There were some veteran guys who needed to and, get out. A.J. Green yeah. even, too. And it seems that they've been, they're on other teams or they've retired or they're somewhere else. And it seems like, and look how good that defense has been. Mm-hmm. I think that it's, it was just uh, people who were a holdover. It was a, it was, it was a holdover of Marvin. Yes, Who I liked agree. the way That's it was point, ran Tim. for their whole career and they were not about to embrace change. It was a big culture. I mean, like, I like. I think Zach Taylor finally has his culture in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and I think it's proven that he can win with his culture. I mean, he's won more games this year than he has in his career. Yeah. So, I mean, good for him. The Bengals are three and one. Not looking great for our bet there for you, Wes. I mean, I'm not scared yet. I, you guys, yeah, you play in the AFC North, so it's, it's going to be close. It's gonna be fun. Let's start with just a couple games we can go through so quick. So, so, so quick. Do you want to do a little one word about uh, each game? I like one word. I like one word. It's a new well, segment. I, it's a segment now. All right, it's a segment. All right. All right. Let's first first game one word everyone, Bills Texans Wes. Shutout. That's their second shutout of the year. Yeah. God, what is it? Two twenty-one to twenty-six or it's something. Their biggest shutout ever, too, or second largest shutout in franchise history. I mean, God, the Bills are playing. They're the best team in football right now. I'd have to agree. Best team in football right now, Crab. Champs. Are you ready to crown the Buffalo Bills as Super Bowl champs this year, you think? Uh, no, I'm ready to crown them as AFC champs for okay, sure. Because obviously they're going to run into Cowboys. But it, no, <laughs> I don't I don't think the Cowboys made Super Bowl. I'd love for them. One. I think they'll will easily win the NFC East and make the playoffs and have a very good contention. The NFC is a gauntlet. 
The AFC right now looks like a one-horse race, and it's the Bills. So that's how I'm ready to crown them as the best team. Yeah, I have one word. I couldn't say AFC champs. Mm-hmm. I, I got champ. I got gotcha. you. Tim, duo. Go ahead. Running back duo: Zach Moss, Devin Singletary. Like if they're like they're splitting carries, but it doesn't really matter when both of them are effective. They well, look good. Zach like, Moss was looked good. Both of them are getting. They both had 14 carries. Singletary for 79 yards, and Zach Moss with 61 yards and a touchdown. They were that's effective. They, they were eaten, and I think that if you have a running back tandem that good with an O line that's solid, it's hard to get back in games when you when you get down and the other team can just run the football down. I mean, a, a big piece that has to be that Josh Allen can just throw it a hundred yards well, too. Yeah, so that, like, <laughs> speaking of duo running backs, I mean they look great and they make the trio of receivers look just as mm-hmm. good. And yeah. I guess throw Dawson Knox in there, make it a he's hot, make it a quad. A Here, here's my one word, it, and you just pointed on it right there. My word, Sanders. Emmanuel yeah. Sanders brings the elements I to that offense see it. that they were missing. Looks good. Diggs hasn't had that great of a season numbers-wise, but let's not take away hasn't from the fact that to. Diggs is such a great player. <laughs> Diggs has a lot of statistics that have been left out of the box score. They were just missing that take-the-top-off guy, and Sanders is that. And they I mean, thought this, they had it in John Brown. He couldn't stay on the field. Sanders, John, John Brown just and also went to go play somewhere else, and he's he's a free agent right now, correct? He got cut by the Raiders, I believe. Yeah. I do believe free so. Free agent. Yeah, so but we'll last year, that was the one, I agree, that was the one aspect they were missing last year from really becoming a team that could have gone to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. because the Chiefs could, they could not be. have to worry about getting beat mm-hmm. deep. So let's go to another one. Oh, my God, I don't even want to talk about Lions-Bears. Go ahead, Wes. Drama, go ahead. Matt Nagy, just drama. I mean, <laughs> he sucks. He uh, the thing is like he's, I don't know. Like, he he's gonna keep finding ways to win games that he should. When he's gonna lose games, he should lose. He should be fired soon. I would assume him and Ryan Pace both. He should have been fired like a year ago. Yeah. But like I don't I don't know. It's just like the court the quarterback controversy is gonna be. It's gonna it's good. It's what's gonna define the season for the Bears, and it shouldn't be. I, my one word's gonna be Fields. Let's just yeah. cop it. Justin Fields' first career win. Looks good. pretty good. Good for him. Oh, I say first career win, even though he did play a large role in that Bengals win for the Bears, but he didn't get a start. So this one's yeah. gonna go down as first career start with a win. Cop exciting. I haven't thrown a passing Fields. touchdown yet though. So yeah. Congrats. We are waiting on that. I'd love for you to throw now and Robinson. Go ahead, Crop. Prayers. Well, he's not going to because the new starter is Andy Dalton. Go ahead. Prayers. Prayers Elaborate. to Dave Montgomery. Yeah. Let's, you I hate saw, to see a guy yeah. who plays that well and is just a rootable guy was to it go down spring? like that. He's from Cincinnati, too. Yeah, Mount Healthy. Yeah, it was, from it was knee spring, right? Knee spring. Yeah, four to five weeks. Be, I, heard, I saw five to six. Oh, either way. I saw four to five earlier. But four, let's call it four to six. Don't yeah. matter. Regardless, prayers Dave Montgomery playing absolutely great to start the year. Tim. Mooney. Darnell Mooney look good. Yeah. Oh, Ridiculous. Dad. Field seems to have a favorite target already, which I honestly like. The Bears might not be happy as not Allen Robinson if they're trying to resign him long term. But if you if your future franchise quarterback has got a guy already yeah. who's also young, you cannot be mad about that. And he looked great. Five receptions for 125 yards. He was able to take the top off. He is looking like he could be someone who can pair with Justin Fields for the rest of his career. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna give a bold prediction right here, even though we already did overreactions. Just a real quick bold prediction. We can elaborate if we want to. You mentioned right there, Bears fans might be a little upset. Allen Robinson's not the guy. Allen Robinson playing under the franchise tag this year. 
Yes, he is. I'm going to say it right now. Allen Robinson's going to get traded before the trade deadline. I think he should. Wouldn't be shocked. He deserves yeah. that. Going to get traded before the trade deadline. He'll go to a contender. I don't know who. Maybe maybe the Baltimore Ravens if they want a really legit guy. I, I mean, know they've got Watkins. I for it forever, but like the, the Packers? Is that I mean, The Packers fit. look like they got a fine. They're really not going to trade in especially, the division. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. Heck no with the Bears. Not send him to the Packers. I mean, heck no. I, I, I think the Raiders is a possibility. Give another yeah, guy on the I, outside. I like that, too. Yeah, that's a good one. Any, maybe the 49ers, too, but I guess Debo's looked fine there. There, There's a bunch of teams that you could think of there, but, I mean, yeah, I, I'd like to see Allen Robinson moved. He deserves it. The Bears would get a draft pick, too. He's obviously not – they can't tag him forever. So, I mean, I wouldn't see him coming back to that team next year. So, um, I'd be on the lookout for that for sure. Another game. Oh, yeah. Another game. There are so many that were bad. There really were some bad games this weekend. Let's go Browns-Vikings. I'm going to start with my word, and we kind of already pointed on it earlier. I'm going to say duo for my word, and it's Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. That's the only reason they can win games 14-7. to Same thing I said about Joe Burrow, right? There's a great video of him being mic'd up. There's a great video of Kareem Hunt mic'd up where he's just talking to Nick Chubb. Hey, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to run as hard as I can. I'm going to destroy them for a couple plays, and guess what? You're going to come right back in and do the same exact thing. And that is awesome because it is very easy for some guys to get jealous in the NFL when they're not just the guy. But if I'm looking at it, listen, Nick Chubb's paid. Kareem Hunt is paid. They're both paid. So if they're both making their money, why wouldn't they want a guy like that next to them? Who, I mean, it's there's a chance they're both top five backs, guys. There's very few teams in the NFL who Kareem Hunt would not be the starting running back for. Because let's be real, the sure. only reason he's not a starter is because of his whole thing. And let's say it, we don't condone. We don't condone it. Listen, so my words duo because that is the best running back duo in the league. And I feel like I say it every week. I just can't stress it enough. Wes? My word is going to be culture. And I feel like it's Kevin Stefanski building a very winning culture in Cleveland. This is their second 3-1 and one start in two straight seasons. That's the first time it happened since 1993-1995. Like, Stefan, just something about him. Like, no one thought that was a great hire. Everyone thought, oh, that's going to win him a few games. It might hold him over for a couple of years as the Browns coach. He's flipped that on its head. Like, he's he's changed the organization. The Browns are a legit contender for years to come. I, I mean, it's the culture. It's the Kevin's fancy culture. Crab. Flash. Elaborate. Second straight week, he's had an absolutely ridiculous play. He had that Matrix glitch Tell us last who Flash week. Is for the Miles Flash Garrett. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. He had I a agree. ridiculous Matrix play last year where he literally looked like he glitched on the screen. And then today, or last week, last week, he had a play where essentially he tossed an offensive lineman like a rag doll. <laughs> I saw it. And yeah. then crushed Kirk Cousins in the ribs. And he, this defense is the life and heart of the Browns team. The offense will find their stride eventually, and that's when the Browns will get dangerous. But like you said about Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb being the reason the Browns can win 14 to 7 games, this defense is the reason they can win that because even when the Vikings would get drives together, Ben don't break. Defense never broke. That's why they're winning these games. Tim. Kirk. Kirk, he didn't have a great game, but if he's gonna but if he's playing about at that level, the Vikings were in the game the whole time with Dalvin Cook doing relatively nothing. He is this Vikings football team should not be one and three. I mean, they've lost what they lost by three in week one. They have one a in, positive one point two. differential, and they're one and three. That's ridiculous. Comparative to the, they had a chance in this Browns game, like they, they were not out of oh, the absolutely. game. They had a and very good chance. And did we see that no call on Thielen on the last play? Of the yeah, game? ridiculous. Yeah. Thielen got tackled, absolutely yeah. tackled. 
And yeah. I'm not like I have no personal bias in that game at all. But the fact I get not wanting to, I get the refs not wanting to decide the game. But there's a certain point where holy mother of Moses, you've got to throw a flag. That was really good. Yeah, I'm all I'm over proud of you, family man. show. Family Big show. family show. Let's move on to another one. Gosh, I mean, Krob's gonna like this because Dan Dimes. His word's probably gonna be dimes. Giants beat the Saints in OT. My word, though. Oh my God, how? Uh, I'm forgetting his name. What, what, oh, gotta, gosh, I'm forgetting his name, but I'm gonna beat West to it. It's just gonna be flip. The coin flip in overtime. God, Jabril, oh, Jabril, Jabril, Jabril Peppers. Peppers no, 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 moment I, of the year. Oh my God! Right when he what, he. Oh, what's so making me so mad about that? Everyone who's like closed captioning what he said is getting it wrong. They are getting what he said wrong. Go ahead and you say it right here. Disclaimer right here. Might be some potty mouth on the way. Krav, go ahead. Well, first off, he said a word I certainly cannot repeat when the ref said, you get to choose heads or tails because he did drop an N-word. Wow. <laughs> Next, <laughs> when they said when uh, when he wanted to receive, everyone's saying he said, we want the ball, fuck him. No, he said, we want that motherfucker as he's like running away. So excited. Malcolm Jenkins looks like he wants to die on the other half of the coin. Because he knows that Dimes is leading the game-winning drive. So is Dimes your word here? Game-winning drive? Got no, that was oh. not going to be my word. Go ahead. My word was going to be Saquon. No. <laughs> Poor Wes is over too. We just told No, my word was going to be back. And I was going to say Saquon is back. Well, it's Saquon because welcome back, Saquon. It was God, good so to happy. see oh. him come back and be able to perform. As much as I wanted to say Dimes, I've said it before. It would just be distasteful of me to say it again. I was just really happy to see... Saquon comeback because sorry we just had a little photo up there we can't keep the paparazzi out of our <laughs> I'm podcast. really happy to see Saquon come back because next week's gonna suck for him it's gonna be an absolute dreadful game so I was happy that he could get one this week <laughs> Wes let's get to you before Tim steals your last word you said back happy to I see Saquon back, back. yeah okay. I just think okay. Saquon's okay. back I think he's finally back Tim Taysom two hey. rushing touchdowns two rushing touchdowns three uh three pass attempts two receptions he was all over the field he was the Storm and Mormon. What can you say? He's a, like they're the still they're Stor- still. I've never heard that before. That's the Storm and Mormon. That's electric. They're I like st- that. They're still finding ways to use the Storm and Mormon. Before we get past this Taysom Hill thing, I w- I'm honestly confused. How much is he actually making this year? Uh, like <laughs> like knows? like like three million dollars. Okay, because his contract on, was so weird. I well, didn't understand it's it. all depending on player bonuses that basically are impossible for him to attain without the. Yeah, but wasn't it? So, yeah, I was gonna say. So he had to be the starter. Basically, to be able to he can him. earn up to like eighteen million dollars, but his cap like, hit is chance, like zero million. The thing was like, oh, he has a chance to be one of the highest paid players in the league, and I was like, it's Taysom Hill. He's not even the starter. Correct. Like it's basically he has to attain numbers that only okay. he can that he can only get if you were to play every as was like the starter. Okay. Gotcha. Right, let's let's start diving into some games. I know we got a long episode. I'm sorry, guys, but God, we've got ha- we've had a good one so, so far. Let's just Too do good. some more rapid questions and let's not talk so much about them. Then okay, I mean well, this there, is a podcast. We should a, maybe talk yeah. There, a there are some games know, that we like to expand upon because we have personal bias and stuff oh, like that. We can expand we upon the personal bias. The games. old Washington football team. They look they look fine. Their defense is really bad, but gosh, when you've got Heineke, he Heineke. Bring, he brings the juice. Heineke. The Falcons got Heineke, man. I mean that jump off to JD McKissick. Props to McKissick for yeah, making I mean, a he jumped eighty oh, yards. Hold on, in let there. me go ahead and try and recreate this Chris Berman whoop because oh my gosh, oh, that oh, was all electric. The... He dug deep. Whoop! He dug deep. For that, was, that. <laughs> that was pretty good. That whoop! was pretty good. Oh, that was, I mean, yeah, he I dug mean, deep for that's that. That's one of the best whoop calls I've heard from Chris <laughs> Berman because man, he was moving there. God, but yeah, God was, was I so fired up. Terry, McCl- Terry McLaurin, great game in this one. The football team. It's weird because. 
it's the exact opposite of what we thought. I think a lot of people probably thought that this defense was going to be the one who kept them in games. It might be the offense who's got to keep them in games. I think yeah. he's Bud a dog. Bud Lightkey is playing very Bud well. Bud yeah, uh, he is a dog. To, to quote Chris Berman again, this is a, just this was JD McKissick. He's not gonna get him. Whoop! I mean, go Tim. Yeah, that's Tim's good. on fire right now. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, was I got a quick stat for this one. Good, I'm not give stats this, all this, night. Is this his first out? Yeah, of he's lasted yeah. a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, it's the Washington Football Team's first win versus Atlanta since Week Two of 03. So they previously lost wow. a lot of six matchups. Interesting. Yeah, I like that one. Wes. Thank you, man. Yeah, he told me he's got it. good stats today. My stats today are good. I promise. Let's go to a game we kind of already pointed on a little bit: Cowboys Panthers. The Panthers get some late points there to make it. This is another game I thought was not as close as the score showed because the Cowboys looked very, very well. Zeke Elliott, great game on the ground. Dak, not many passing yards, extremely efficient through the air. That's the word I would use to describe it. And again, Trayvon Diggs, two picks. Crawford, elite. Is he elite, elite, best elite. defensive player so far. Yeah, I, I can't argue weeks. it. I got five picks through four games. One for a touchdown. Hey, Chandler Jones had five sacks in one game. So okay. Sam, Sam Darnold's facing Taylor. Lewis, two rushing right? touchdowns. He is he he, he leads the, he leads the league touchdowns. in Speaking rushing of five touchdowns. through four, five rushing touchdowns through four games. Nope. I saw a funny thing. It was like Christian McCaffrey's out to running back by committee. Chubba Hubbard and <laughs> Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Oh, uh, he had six, show Rice six Freeman carries. Some respect. Like yeah. he's getting carries outside. They're not designed runs. No, Adam and he's, like, he is moving well in the pocket, and that's Adam some, and that's pe- something that people said he did well at USC, mm-hmm. and he's now finally getting a chance to prove it with an offensive line that's not just made out of garbage cans. Yep, Cowboys win that one, thirty-six twenty-eight. Let's go to Wes's game. We already touched on this one too a little bit. We Cole. might as well reserve like R- ten. Rumor minutes for has this. it he has a whole paragraph. Yeah. He needs to I, say. And so when I, I say rumor has it, there's no rumor. Paragraph. Oh my god! All right, that's so, what I said. Let's just reserve right. ten minutes for him to just rant about how <laughs> it's bad not gonna the take Dolphins that long. Are. It's not okay, gonna take are we ready? Long. Yeah, nice scoop there. It is. <laughs> Can we get it out now? Nope. Go ahead. It's been a while. All right. Anyways, I'm gonna wait till it gets to the darkest moment. Chuck. Miami's offense has looked horrible. It's pretty dark. Yet again. It's pretty dark right um, now. But at least I've seen one positive in this game. The ball in Devontae Parker's hands makes the Miami Dolphins a lot better. I and that's all. It's the truth. Th- it's dude, the truth. you contradict your takes more than anyone. What do you I've mean? He said mind. that they had he, the best the receiver Skip group ever. Of, uh, oh my, like, I can't even Skip listen Bayless, to him. Man. Like, he literally talks about how he has no weapons because Devontae Parker was their only guy last year. And now he's just praising Because he has, he has people around him now. Take the blame off him. Go ahead, keep going. Sorry, that was rude of me. Anyways, defense looked Family really show. good again. Stop. When people say the defense looked bad. Mute me. I can't. When they say the defense looked bad, there's three drives that started inside the red zone. And they only allowed 27 points. I don't know how you're going to say the Miami Dolphins don't have a great defense every single week. But whatever. Say as you must. Um, Dolphins are going to have a hard test this week against Tampa. Everyone knows that. But I think Dolphins have a slight chance to stay in the game. They're not going to win, but they're going to stay in the game because of their defense. Tampa's an air raid offense. They are. And Miami, only thing they can stop is the pass. So that gives them a slight chance. The offense will play them out of the game, but they have a slight chance because of the defense. That's all. Do what you want. Go ahead. Oh, my God. I don't know how you can say the defense looked good. I get that they have a great pass defense, but, dude, they can't stop the run at all. Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones are going to run all over them next week. I know. All I over understand them. that. And you call him an air raid offense. Did we not see how well Tom Brady was moving okay. Sunday night? Hey, oh, man. Got moving, a ma- the, got, moving the sticks. Got a Madden card. Oh, yeah, F- he did. 55 speed. That's what I would call yeah. generous right yeah. there. That's a dual threat if I've ever seen one. 
Wes, I said it all. We've talked about the Dolphins enough for today. I mean, I'm worried about them. That's as fine. long as I mean, I'm going to say, Jacoby Brissett, 20 of 30 with two touchdowns, not bad at all. I just Dude. don't, they don't open the playbook for him until it's the fourth quarter. Do they open it doesn't the make playbook any sense. with Tua, though? They do. Uh, more than they do with Brissett. Do we even want to open that playbook? No, we don't. Well, well, not, not wide receiver screens not on the one yard line. That, that playbook may be one page. <laughs> Could one be. page. Bill Snyder's Wee playbook is larger I than hope that. So. Larger than that one. Okay. Hire him as OC. Jets, we'd mentioned this earlier too. Get their first win of the year against the Titans. Oh, fat Randy. Fat Randy. Oh, poor, poor fat Randy, man. That's what you get for playing for a tie. At I least, needed him. I needed him. At least what he, you get for playing for a tie. At least he did not fake a calf injury after this missed game tire. You know, it's what you get when you play for a tie. It's been through a lot, man. I, I wouldn't even say that they were playing for a tie. One, they the Jets drive down their throat. Drove. Titans couldn't stop Good call. You, you needed to get me back for what I did to you earlier. They drove down their throat in overtime. And, oh, my gosh, what a terrible play call putting Zach Wilson on a bootleg on the one-yard line. And, listen, I was even saying it live. That's where the inexperience of Zach Wilson comes in because he should have just tossed that away. ball out of bounds. Just keep him on the one-yard line. It was third down, but that would have made it fourth down. I still I say they go, go for, for a it, touchdown. Yeah. They obviously didn't go for it because it was fourth and five, but fourth and one with a chance to end the game right there, I think they would have gone for it. And let's just say it right now. You mentioned, gosh, the Titans didn't have any receivers this game. They did not, which made it hard for Tannehill, which is why I think it made it so hard for them to play for the win. I think they were trying, honestly. I just don't think they could. They couldn't finish drives all day. I, the thing was, though, the whole day that – the Jets knew what was coming. It was Derrick Henry, and it was Derrick Henry a lot. And mm-hmm. as soon as they were able to not stop him, because you can't stop Derrick Henry, it, when they could slow him down enough to force Tannehill how to throw the ball to any of these receivers, that's when they were able to get ahead and start winning the game. Because the Jets could stop any of those receivers. We talked about the Jets' defense is not that bad. It's really not. Mm-mm. And they have a really good play caller in Salah, Robert Salah, whatever, how you say his name? Salah. Okay, perfect. They have a really good play caller. If they were able to stop Derrick Henry enough to make them pass the ball, that's how they won the game. Well, Chester Rodgers was their wide receiver one. I think he muffed four straight punts in a row. So yeah, Not great. Tim? J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah. It's, and, hey, one thing I'll say, I'm happy for Corey Davis. Caught a bomb in this one. Revenge game. Revenge, huge revenge game. Titans didn't want to pay him. They went to Julio, who they are still paying anyway. Titans didn't want to pay us either. No, If they we were not. 21, If obviously. we were 21, the Titans did not want to give us money in that they one. They almost tried. They tried. For me, at least. hypothetically, I'd say our bookie got a combined three hundred dollars from no, us on that one. Hypothetically, I would say, thank you, Tim Steelers. Oh yeah, Hi- hypothetically, I didn't have to pay anything yet. Hi- completely hypothetically, let's move on. Chiefs Eagles. There's one thing we need to talk about, and it's F and Tyreek Hill. I mean, good lord. Um, thank God for Tyreek. Honestly, golly. Honestly, there wasn't even an aspect of. I think literally every player on that offense played well. Clyde, another game over 100. Quiet game from Kittle, though. Or Kel- from Kelsey. Kelsey. Sorry. Quiet well. game from Kelsey. Because it was a big game. For, like I said, Clyde over 100. Meikle had a pretty decent game, pretty mm-hmm. involved. Byron Pringle also decently involved. I, I have one thing. I have one question. How do teams not understand what the Chiefs are running on the two-yard line? They run that flip play every play, every time. It's just hard to defend. They That's, can't stop it. It's hard to defend, I don't man. understand. Speaking of not stopping anything, it doesn't look like this Chiefs defense is going to stop anyone. They oh, give no, up 30. Devontae Smith ate their lunch. Same with the tight ends, Ertz and Goddard. Gave up 30 points again in this one. Thank God the Chiefs were able to outscore. I This one's a – it kind of – Confuse me. Mahomes is the fourth quarterback in Super Bowl era with three plus passing touchdowns in each of his first four games in a season. And I, they're two and two. Yeah, I, that's. I think that just proves how bad this defense has been. And he's still their schedule. Pick. 
Their schedule's been difficult, but not unwinnable. Let's be real, though. Clyde has two receiving touchdowns that could have easily been... The, the one in this one, Mahomes threw an underhand touchdown to Clyde. They could right. have easily just handed it off. Right. But, um, but that's the same... It's the same flip play. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. Tim, anything on this one? Jalen Hurts looked pretty good this game. I mean, facts. It's hard to not look good against this Chiefs defense. Is what kind of it seems to be the consensus. I just can't believe Honey Bagger. Yeah, Honey Bagger. Not (laughs) Devontae Smith looked really good. Yeah, Devontae Smith happy for him. I gotta put on weight though. Yeah, I'm still. He had a he had a bomb. Well, speaking of, he had the bomb where he got pushed out of bounds, and they said he didn't either reestablish or he left on his Mm -hmm. own validity. But it was like a 40 yard touchdown he caught that they took off the board. Yeah, Clyde was efficient, but he still almost split in carries with Williams, which is very interesting. 14 to 10, and. Williams still keeps getting those goal they line carries. Darryl Williams. Williams they do, and, I, and he's to be a, their short down back. I, yeah, yeah, I think he, Clyde's the elusive guy. They want him Clyde, early in space. Like you said, he's been efficient. He's been getting four or five yards because he's been shifting up. Daryl Williams is the guy that they just want to run people over. All right, let's keep going. We gotta gotta eventually wrap this one. I love you guys in the studio with us, but I mean, it's beautiful. I have yeah, a great time with you it guys. Is. But we gotta get moving. Ravens Broncos. Not too much to talk about in this one. Teddy Bridgewater goes down with an injury. They're calling it a concussion. It might be Drew Locke time. This Ooh, might be a good time. Smoke. Yeah. I could I was looking for that video all <laughs> Sunday and I could not uh, find Noah it. Noah Fant posted one where he pasted all of their faces on the cheerleaders in front of Teddy. Okay, so, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll go his, find on his TikTok. I'll go to Noah Fant there. But yeah, Ravens win this one. No surprise. Vic Fangio about, cried in his press about, conference. About time Hollywood Brown scored. Definitely had a, a girlfriend there. Yeah, he sure. might have had a mile high what, Tim? Mile high ho. Might have had you a mile forgot the disclaimer, there. Tim. Yeah, sorry, sorry. That's yeah, my fault. Too. That's that's a push up. I'll do a push up for that. Listen, so it might be Drew Lock time. Lamar looks fine in this one. Latavius Murray looks Good to be the back. feature back for that Ravens offense. Ele- elevated Le'Veon as well. I don't yeah. even know if he got a carry, but he was elevated. He definitely had a touch. He def- got fit. Wes, why are you smirking over there? I have a really good staff for this game. Oh, God. That means it's going to be such a bad staff. Okay, Baltimore had 102 rushing yards. That's the fewest in any game under Lamar Jackson, a quarterback. The Ravens have had 100-plus rushing yards in 43 straight games, tying Tim's Pittsburgh Steelers, who did such in 1974 to 1977, with the longest streak since, longest streak since 1940. So 102 was their lowest Listen, game And they Lamar. shouldn't have had it. They should have kneeled. So they sh- bad. They should have kneeled it, and they ran for five yards oh, on the last boo. play. Yeah, Vic Fangio the streak. Happy. Listen, I don't personally get offended God, by that. I just censored I, myself. I, I get record chasing. I was all for it when i played too you did record chase i record chased hard yeah so i I mean so i mean i don't blame on vic fangio i mean who cares who cares but harbaugh fired back so yeah good as he should always good as he should another game where starting quarterback goes down jimmy garoppolo goes down with a calf injury kind of weird so we're gonna see some trey lance for the next coming weeks the seahawks drop this one trey lance 49ers drop this yeah 49ers drop what i said seahawks you said seahawks drop sorry that's my fault seahawks did win Good second half. God, they started off really slow. Really, really slow. It was worrying me. But Russ, three-tail touchdowns. They get the win. I mean, not much to say here, except we got to be looking out for Trey Lance for the next coming weeks. Debo Samuel. True. Animal. Good game Animal. for Greg Kittle Ooh. as well. I actually found a good stat for this one. Russell Wilson. Oh, he joins. Sorry, he joins newly inducted Hall of Famer Peyton Manning as the only two quarterbacks in NFL history with 100 plus wins in their first 10 seasons. No, that's a good stat. I'll say yeah. that's a good stat. Yeah. That's a re- it's surprising. But 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 congrats. Wins are not a quarterback stat. So it's true. But I feel like it does get put on quarterbacks a lot. It does, but at the same time, like like Jimmy Garoppolo was always oh he wins <laughs> games, but yeah. Sorry. How wins are not a quarterback. True stat. was it? Let's I'll, go to this next one, Tim. I'm so so sorry. Hey, okay. I'm not. So so I'm not gonna be like Wes here. I'm not gonna Ooh. take him. 
I've got Packers Steelers here. Packers Steelers. I've got five things to say, and then we can move on. And I'm, I also have an announcement after Tim. Uh-huh. Okay. So and I, I actually I have an announcement after this. I think my announcement's gonna be. And the then same. I have yes. a stat I'll, that makes Tim happy. Okay. Uh number one. And I'm just gonna sit here with my mouth shut. Awesome. Yes. Good number point. one. Matt Canada is not giving Ben enough opportunities to do things that in the past Ben has been able to do. Number two, when Ben gets those opportunities, he's not capitalizing. Number three, the Steelers' defense, people are starting to say, oh, they're not as good as things. Well, yeah, no shit. They're on the field. Oh, sorry, sorry, Come sorry, on, sorry, Tim. sorry, sorry. Come on, Tim. Sorry. God, Tim, I've worked so hard all day. Uh, no, duh. <laughs> they, they've, they're on the field more than any other defense in the NFL because the Steelers cannot sustain drives. Number four. T.J. Watt is the best defensive player in football. Elite? Oh, duh. (laughs) He has five sacks. He's played in three forced fumbles and two fumble recoveries, and he has played in one less game than every other qualified defender. Respect. Number five. Mike Tomlin came out today and said that Big Ben is the best quarterback for this offense. (laughs) I... He also followed it up with saying that Mason Rudolph has played winning football for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Two straight lies. Both those are incorrect. I cannot. I love Mike Tomlin. I think he is one of the best coaches in the NFL. Because he is. He needs to understand that it's time for Ben to move on. I mean, there's a short window with his defense. I mean, real quick, you know what makes me think this? It reminds me of, you know what? I've got a real old dog, and man, I love him so much, but he's in a lot of pain. No. Maybe we just need to put him down. I think the Steelers need to put down old Ben. I don't ben even want to be that guy. Ben could do something to save his career. No. But I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I can't say it. Go my, ahead. And I got no. an announcement. Family show. Oh, can't say it. Yes, Tim's announcement. If the Pittsburgh Steelers, my Pittsburgh Steelers, your Pittsburgh Steelers, somehow make the playoffs, oh boy, I will be doing a 24 hour live stream yes, over on will. our YouTube. Ben Trust Media, drop a subscription for 24 hours where I'll be watching every single Steelers Super Bowl game, wins and losses, along with every single passing touchdown of Big Ben's career. He hit 400. Can we, so I will be. Congratulations, can Ben. You, can, can you also watch Mason Rudolph get his head taken off? Yeah, we'll watch that too. I mean, you got to have some. Oh, let, we're not watching anything, Tim, because they're not making the playoffs. Well, no. yeah. All right, so my announcement is so updated wager board across the four of us uh bennett and wes have their who wins more games miami or cincinnati and the other day fun fact wes said off air he will no way in ag double hockey sticks good call there be purchasing a cincinnati Bengals jersey to wear every every game next or every week next year so it's gonna be a wild time when he eventually loses this that's garbage you didn't want to live up to the bet. Yeah. Garbage. I, Tim Conway has stated 24-hour live stream if the Steelers are the playoffs. I don't have the capital for that. And How about you win a bet or two? And then hypothetically. And my bet, as alluded to earlier, if the Cowboys were to win the Super Bowl, I will be getting a tattoo in commemoration, most likely the word elite tatted somewhere on my body of my own volition and decision. A little tramp stamp? Hey, maybe that's the best place. Go ahead, buddy. Okay, my my oh, exciting yay. stats today. <laughs> Pittsburgh, what'd you say? Best defender in the league? Is that what you're saying? Yes, TJ okay. Watt. Best defender in the league. TJ Watt has had two plus sacks for the twelfth time in his career. Only Lamar Woodley had more games 
where he had two plus sacks. He had 13 among Pittsburgh players through the first five seasons since 82. Well, yeah, I mean, you, it's kind of nitpicking when you say since 82. T.J. Watt. Because you look at me and Joe Green, Jack Lambert, And this the was boys. his homecoming game, too, because he got to play back in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. guys, I'm so sorry. We have got to get moving. We got still we three games left. Listen, this is okay. a long I, <laughs> I hate. I hate that we have to make this one the short one, but it really wasn't a close game. The Cardinals are the only undefeated team yeah. left in football. They beat the Rams 37-20. to 20. I don't even think the Rams played particularly bad. Shout out Bobby Trees, scored they, a touchdown. They just, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't finish drives. Um, and really, it might just be that this Cardinals offense is really good. Well, DeAndre Hopkins had five less than five receptions for the third straight game. That's the first time since 2013 that's happened. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's not even really involved in the offensive game plan, and they're still oh. looking unbelievable. Uh, Cardinals he's are involved. lucky to be four he, now. I don't just, want to be that guy. I mean, he is involved, but, but he's not. Lucky. He's yeah. not DeAndre. What we thought DeAndre well, you, was. When you, you you have to double team him. He's mm-hmm. the he he's one of the three best receivers in football. Agreed. His time Agreed. will come, and it's open in the field up for Kirk and AJ Green. Mm-hmm. And Rondell Moore, show some respect. Yeah, and Rondell Moore. I was happy to see AJ Green get a touchdown. James caught a bomb. Zone caught a bomb. Yeah. He caught a bomb. Okay, so let's move on. Saturday Night Football, really, you know, is Tom Brady's homecoming back Wasn't goal? even the best quarterback on the field. No, Mac Jones. <sighs> he wasn't the best quarterback on the field either. Jacoby Myers. <laughs> two for two, 45 yards. Great passer rating. It's almost like every time he touches the ball, it's a completed pass. Okay. Uh, Anyways. Buccaneers squeeze one out. This is what squeezing out looks like because old Nick Folk there... A little doink there. Might be Quinn Nordine time, some would say. Yeah. Folk doinks one. Would have put the Patriots up 20 to 19 with, I think, 40 seconds left. I Which mean, I've, still I've, would have been too I've much got time. confidence in Brady to go lead a game winning drive. Would have been awesome to see. But Would've. either way, it was still a great game. Inclement weather in this one, which could play part of the reason why it was such a low scoring game. I would have loved to see Gronk out there, but in the end, Buccaneers win a game that we all expected them to win. I got two stats for you. New England's lost each of their first three home games for the first time since 1993. And Tom is now the fourth player in NFL history to win against all 32 teams. He joins Brett Favre, Peyton Manning, and Drew Brees. And let's also just throw out there, Tom Brady breaks the all-time passing yards yep. record. He's now too, the triple so. crown holder, they said. So yards, touchdowns, and wins. Well, wins aren't a quarterback statistic. Yeah. So. But, I mean, to be fair, it's only other person to hold that's been Peyton Manning. Anything, Crab? So. I uh, really got nothing to say here. This game was good, but it was kind of boring. Well, it was I mean. boring. I just want to see Tom Brady That's throw Mac for Jones football. I just want yeah. to see Tom Brady throw for eight million yards and so he didn't. So let's move on to Monday Night Football. It was a game the Chargers dominated three out of four. They had a delay here. on this game. Delay in a dome. How in the heck is that I don't know. possible? That's a riveting thing to happen. I mean, how is that possible? The Chargers win this one twenty eight to fourteen. Like I said, dominate three out of the four quarters. Up twenty one nothing at half. Herbert had hundred seventy five yards and three touchdowns. Big in the game first from half. Eckler as well. Eckler looked great. Quiet game from Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. It was Jared Cook looked phenomenal. It seems like he produces anywhere he goes. And I think Joey Bosa said himself, you get pressure on Derek Carr, he shuts down. So anyway. Herbert is the first quarterback since nineteen fifty to reach five hundred plus completions before his twentieth start. I feel really bad. You know, we kind of shut Wes out with these stats, and he's really, really trying to make up for it in these last couple. Of I would like. I, am. <laughs> I would like to take. They just turn the lights out. I would on like us to. And take, we are in the dark here. I would us. like to t- <laughs> take one sort of quick victory lap here. I said earlier in the season I like the Chargers as a team to potentially sneak into the AFC Wild Card. They are looking great through four weeks. I'm Steely. really happy I said that. They on, their only well. loss was to the Cowboys on an expiring field goal. The Cowboys look like they're playing a pretty team. good Tim, too. Anything. They should have kicked that field goal enough for a hypothetical gambler's <laughs> hypothetical that, bet. Let's just walk through right there. Tim <laughs> hypothetically needed three points for the over in that game to hit. They line up in field goal formation. 
Snap it straight to the kicker and punt it. And wow. I, I heard, I heard but, your laugh through the door when that happened. I just heard you start <laughs> dying laughing. I was like, oh, boy, what happened? As a former long snapper, I got to respect the brand because that's a heck of a punt. For the brand. Heck of a punt by that kicker. For well, someone who doesn't like, punt footballs, that's a heck of a punt. Let's not act like that was special teams play of the game because that was Hunter Renfro laying the boom. Yeah, yeah, shout out Hunter Renfro for the boom. How many stick. times did Steve Levy Ultimate say third? Guy. How many times did Steve Levy say third and Renfro? At least a hundred. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're, are we even sure that Tristan, and Renfro looked great too? In are we game. even sure that Tristan Vizcano makes that kick? Hey, hey, I need hope. All right, I needed hope. hypothetically needed hope. Okay, so let's. As we always finish these shows, sorry, Wes, we got to move There's on. There's a good stat, though. Sorry, we're sorry, moving on. We're moving on. Right. Moving on. Okay. A team we didn't talk about that much earlier. It's the Rams and Seahawks Thursday night football this week. I'm excited for this one. Going to be a shootout, I believe. Going to be a shootout. Mm, I'm not oh, sure you don't think one. so? The Rams are going to beat the living life. Sorry, I had to censor myself with some sort of word. Out of the Seahawks this Thursday. They just the lost. Living life. They just lost a game they shouldn't have lost. They're going to come back with a vengeance. Seattle can't stop anything offensively you mean defense can't stop anything defensively well, yeah they can't stop any offense okay. even the 49ers offense still was moving the ball they just weren't converting when it counted the rams are going to uh, remind people why we crowned them the best team in the nfl last year they just had a or last week they just had a down week they're going to come right back i think stafford looked really decent which was like almost a drop down from what he's looked so far this year yeah he's, he didn't play at that mvp level against the Cardinals. guys i'm not ready to so I love me some Russell Wilson, and I'm just a firm believer anytime Russell Wilson steps on that field in prime time, you can't say it's going to be a lopsided game, which is why I think it's a close one, which is why I think the spread's two and a half, Tim. What I got to say and it's, is oh, sorry, that, And it's in Seattle, too. It's in Seattle. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are going to be the X factors in this game. I think, I think it's going to come down to the uh, Rams passing attack. If Stafford plays at the level that he played last week, Seattle is most likely going to win that football game. I just think that he is the best football, that the best football player on the field is going to be Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. The defense is going to take care of it, but if Russell Wilson comes out there with that offense, they're going to win the game if Stafford can't produce. Speaking of that offense, I'm excited for that Jalen Ramsey versus DK Metcalf battle again. Those are fun to watch. Those Seahawks wide receivers have been wildly inconsistent. So let's move on. Let's get some score predictions in here. I said I like the Rams. I said it's going to be a shootout. I like the Rams 34-30 in this one. I like the Rams. I think they're going to be more comfortable. I'm going to go Rams 31, Seahawks 20. I think the Rams have a good game, bounce back. Seahawks are going to make the score look closer than the game is. Rams 38, Seahawks 28. Tim? I'm going Seahawks. Well, oh, timeout. You two both kind of clowned me for saying it was going to be high scoring. Then you, what? You say 66 points and you when, say what? I never I said, said one 50, thing about it being high scoring. I said 51. I never, 38 28 I said 31 20 was my score I never said one thing about it not being high scoring you did not say 31 20 did you say he did I said 38 20 yeah he said 38 20 he said 31 and I also said not one thing about it not being high scoring I think it will be high scoring sorry the lights are off I'm getting sleepy in here guys we gotta wrap this bad boy up I like Seahawks whoa yeah give me the Seahawks okay I like Seahawks feel good about my Rams pick 32 I like Rams, 28. 32-28. We'll be looking for it. Guys, as always, we can't, we can't thank you enough for listening. What an episode. <laughs> we, Brad Foley did a great... Let's clap it up one more time for Brad Foley. Hey, I'm gonna, we, we'll remember your name, Brad. I'm We're not be, Carrie. I got to say one more thing before the podcast is over. I've been holding on to a secret this whole episode. 
like right before we started that interview with Brad Foley, I remembered um, when we were talking about Max's meals, I said, what the hell are you doing? Oh my gosh, guys. <laughs> I screwed this whole thing up. Oh my gosh, guys. We tried to give you a family show. We did our best. I think we did a decent job. We did, we a, did decent a pretty good job. Decent job. job. Let's cop up for our Seven listeners. out of ten. Can't thank you enough, guys. We this love is Bench you, Press listeners. Podcast, episode nine. Thank you for Love you, guys. Thank you.